Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right, bow, sucker! Yeah! <laughs> bow down to your master! Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Listen online, the website that rocks, KMOD.com. Past shows are available on iTunes. Search under BMMS. Listen with your cell phone. Get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider. More on that at iHeartRadio.com. And we're on Facebook. Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. We've got those VIP passes to Hex House with a speed pass. Plus, we've got listener emails. And we have, to tell the truth, uh, I don't want to give too much away, but Gimpy and I went and talked with someone yesterday, and we have an awesome gift for people that make big donations to our toy drive. I am going to go out on a limb and say that awesome is an understatement. 
It's super dude, limited. Dude, so badass. Our toy drive will be in December, and I'm just excited is the only reason I'm bringing it up. Mm-hmm. Wednesday the 2nd into Thursday the 3rd will be when the toy drive is. We'll give all those details later, but <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's, it is really, really cool. Yeah. Like, like Sam, here, I'm going to tell you, Sam. I know what it is. Do you? Yeah. Oh, you don't know. No, you don't. You have an idea. Yeah, you have an idea, but you but don't you know. you don't know. We finalized things yesterday. Unless you talked to Gimpy this morning about it, mm-hmm. you don't know. Okay. And I've only talked to one other person about it. That's pretty yeah, badass. Pretty excited about that. <laughs> I mean, it's for the kids, obviously, but no, this is no, no, this is this for is the kids. kids. No, 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 no. The toy drives for the <laughs> this kids. This is us bribing you to do something nice for the yes. kids, you assholes. So that yeah. means that you get something super awesome and warm fuzzies. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, there's a show on uh, Netflix, and it's called "My Next Guest Needs No Introduction," and it's hosted by David Letterman. And a very grizzly-looking David Letterman. I was going to ask if he's still looking rough, because like towards yeah. the last couple of years, he's had a massive beard yeah. that he just, just doesn't, doesn't look right on him at all. Well, I'll say this. He looks like he's in retirement. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. He ain't got to do nothing for nobody. <laughs> right? Right? And as far as the show goes, he just shows up. I don't know if he does prep, but mm-hmm. doesn't feel that way. Right. Uh, he's just got that natural skill. But he, his first one, he interviews Kim Kardashian, and something I didn't know in this, and if you've heard me talk about this before, I'm fascinated by her. The whole fa- facade of how she got famous mm-hmm. to she's still relevant, highly influential. In the thing, one of the reasons she stopped doing Keeping Up with the Kardashians is she makes more in one Instagram post than she does in the whole season of the Kardashians. So what's the point in working all that work for That's for why nothing. she quit doing it. That makes Meh. sense. I, I've got... So stupid. I went down this stupid rabbit hole this weekend of conspiracy theories about why their show, they quit their show. Okay. And because, like, this season, they've fought, like, a lot. Like, they've gotten in fist fights, and, like, I think Courtney and Kim got into a fist fight, and then the Jenners got into a fist fight. Like, they're all... A fist fight? Yeah. Like, there's... It's an amazing clip of Kim and Courtney fighting, I think, in Chloe's house. And I don't remember which one of their faces hit the wall, but it, like, leaves this makeup stain of their face. And they just kind of, like, barely brush up. And she's like, oh, my wall. And there's just, like, a tan, like, smear on her white wall of, like, they're, you know, caked on makeup. But, like, um, Courtney doesn't want to, like, share anything. And they fight about it all season. They get, like, super heated. And so... What possibly could they be sharing? What possibly would they need to share that they can't just go out and buy another one of? No, no, no. Like, sharing personal details of their life. And so the other sisters are like, we oh, have to... Oh, well, that's to- an important part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. They're not sharing makeup. No, right. no, no. They're, they're not sharing details. So the other two are like, well, we have to come up with, like, we have to share more of our lives because you're not sharing your life. That... that- 
that was what they were arguing about in the show? Yes. And like it's been for like three years, it's been a thing. And they yeah. get into like heated things about it. But um, Courtney's like, I carried the show for a long time when you were sneaking around with uh, Kanye West because you didn't want to share that detail of your life. I don't want to share who I'm dating. Like it's not a thing. And um, one of the conspiracy theories is that they, they are canceling the show because of Kim and Kanye's like divorce and uh, that she doesn't want that to be filmed. And so that's like her boundary since she runs the show. That's why. I, I don't believe anything you see presented on that show. No, not it's one, not, not. No, no, no. This is like, like that's No, you not said that's what they were arguing on the show about the about oh, them right, not sharing. Yeah, yeah. I don't believe anything that they present on that show mm-hmm. as fact. Not one thing. Yeah, that's fair. It's all for, for ratings and views and. But she, so she says she that she makes which doesn't sound impossible, mm-hmm. right? Um, but then she shares this, and I had no idea that her and her mother, when their dad was uh, representing OJ in the lawsuit for OJ's trial, OJ's trial, right? Mm-hmm. They sat behind their dad, and she sat. The mom sat behind Nicole Brown's with Nicole Brown's family because she was best friends with Nicole Brown Simpson, and that. Like, huh? Well, that's weird. You'd think you'd be on the side where, where your family is. How about that her husband, were they, I don't know if they were divorced at the time, but her, her husband was representing the alleged killer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think they were married at the time when that was happening. D- they were divorced. Yeah, it was over divorced, already. Yeah. Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> your ex <laughs> representing? <laughs> your best friend's killer? supposed mm. killer. Yep. Oh, my gosh. But she's fuming. fuming. And then your kids... Hmm. Also, side, because that's what you're doing, is when you sit behind, like, yes, you're supporting your dad, but you're also supporting your dad's support of the killer, right, alleged. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. Yeah, I didn't look at it like that. I look at it as, oh, well, they're just sitting there behind a the dad, supporting and their dad. No. no. And you can kids. still love your parents mm-hmm. or whoever from afar. And right. maybe not go, because it's such a public trial that, like, you don't need to support that's key your, right there. your dad from a courtroom, maybe, and they got heckled all the time because of it. Like, how old were they when that happened? They couldn't have been like they were in their fifteen. Yeah, I was gonna say fourteen. I think they had no business even going to that trial at all. Yeah, I wouldn't take my kids to that. What a mess! That is the root of all their problems. <laughs> no, I mean that that's a micro- microcosm of like the root of all their problems, right? Like that just sh- like they've been. Who does that? Right. They've been exposed to stuff that no normal teenager should be dealing with. I don't think any normal well, that wasn't, teenager There's no way that was an isolated experience. Oh, no, 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 no. That's just what we know of. I'm sure there's plenty more out there that those guys have been exposed to that we don't know about. Just because of who they are and how famous they are. You know, parents and whatnots. Yeah, how graphic like that trial was mm-hmm. of yes. like showing that um, stuff. Emotion, just the emotions. Yeah, to the have raw your emotions. kids there. To be like, well, you need to see what dad does. And if your mom was <laughs> friends with that person, you probably were around that person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was their family friend. There's like videos of all of them together and stuff. Like, what a mess. No, you need to stay home. No, you're not going. I know we can't afford a babysitter. <laughs> yes, you can. You're they were loaded. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, unbelievable. If she's telling the truth on a lot of that stuff, right? Right, right. Now, there's pictures of her there at the trial, so you know that that part is accurate. It wasn't educational. 
no. experience no. No to see no. how the judicial system mm, really works. No, you could go on just a petty larceny trip and <laughs> right. get that. He probably didn't represent petty larceny, but mm. it, I had no idea. I mean, I knew that they were at the trial, but I had no idea how close that was to their family, yeah. that all that was even happening. And how dangerous because, like, there was so many people outside and, like, I just, I would feel like that's a crazy yeah. place for me to, like, do, you know, my job and have to focus on this trial. But then I've also got my kids to worry about in the back. He had to. I'm sure nanny. he had security. Yeah. I'm sure he had personal security. Yeah. Just because people were so, so outraged. So stressful. People were outraged on both sides. hmm Right? Just an un, it's just so unbelievable. This is why it just, I think she's so fascinating. I think the Kardashians are fascinating, but her specifically mm. in terms of studying out like how marketing works, how to be where she is today. And she even gives an example of like her relationship with Kanye and he didn't like what he saw her in on some TV and he got on a plane and flew to Paris <laughs> to help dress her. Now I am not, I don't know anything about fashion. I think she does okay by herself and the team she has created to help dress her. For right, sure. her are seven stylists. I'm sure they can figure it out. You don't need the guy who's literally created the ugliest shoes ever seen. <laughs> right? It seems so That's weird. so weird. They're just, she is just a fascinating, into, I mean, I find her, I think she's attractive, but inc- oh, it just never ends with these people. No. Literally, when, when you have people that are famous... There is just a lifespan that in, eventually fizzles out, right? You either get bored of them, you either get like, what more can they bring to the table, mm-hmm. right? They get embel- involved in some sort of conspiracy, some sort of um, ego thing. But with her, it just keeps unfolding. When will it end, Kim? When will it end? Well, there are people like that, right, that are completely annoyed by her, mm-hmm. and I, I don't understand that. I mean, you could you have this really great option of I don't know, not looking. That's so to say you're annoyed by it is like weird. To me, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. again, you you don't literally have to look that way. There's you know three thousand other channels that you can choose from. You don't have to, and you don't have to read the magazines. You don't have to look at those headlines. You don't have to. That's the thing. You don't you don't have to. You can literally read the magazine mm-hmm. and skip over that page. <laughs> Oh, it's there. Magazines are these paper things. You usually see them near the checkout aisle. What? I got one of those a long time. <laughs> really? You don't like, oh, I'm trying to think of the last magazine I bought. I think I got one on an airplane, and then I didn't read it. You bought one on an airplane? Yeah, like before in the airport. Like, oh, I might need this. They still sell those in airports? Where? Yeah, like at all like the you know concession stands where you get you know your soda, your $15 pack of gum, and a uh, $7 magazine. And huh. Simba rolls his eyes that I'm spending that much money at a freaking airport because I didn't plan. When it's on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> you literally could download it on your phone for like, less. Like, oh, but it's easier. I don't want to worry about it. And then... And know. then you leave it in the back pouch of the airplane, yeah? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last still have yet to read it. Last magazine you bought, Gimpy? I didn't buy it. I procured it. It was a High Times magazine. <laughs> okay, yeah. well, what about the last one you bought? I... It's been, it's been, what, I'm 40 now, about 15, 20 years, maybe longer than that. Yeah, man. Okay. 
okay, it was a strategy guide, technically still a magazine, Yes. for a Hitman game. And that was back in the early 2000s. So, yeah, that would be the last magazine. Now, actual magazine outside of that, High Times, I don't know, Time Magazine, what the hell ever. That was it. That's about it. I've never bought an actual magazine. Dumb question. What do you buy High Times magazine for? The articles? To look at the pictures. Yeah. Same reason anybody gets Playboy or Hustler or any of that. It's just, right, just for to the see pictures. the badass setups people have. Pretty much. And sometimes there's a good article in there, you know, how to grow, blah, blah, blah. But mostly I'm in it for the weed porn. Don't, That's yeah. It. I was going to say, people buy Playboy to masturbate to. Yeah, of course they do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it's odd to masturbate to High Times. I tried. <laughs> right. That would be work a little weird. Well. But uh, it's not like Southern Living where there's like a great, you know, recipe in it. <laughs> right, right, right. Better homes and gardens. Yeah. And whatever. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yep, strictly for the picks. Mine had to have been like some, I was standing in the checkout line and saw some psychology magazine and there was an article that grabbed my attention when I was at like Whole Foods or some stupid place like that. See, I'll see those and I'll pick them up and I'll like flip through it while I'm at the checkout stand. But when it's my turn, back on the rack it goes and I ain't messing with it anymore. I do. The, I mean, I do the same thing Sam does. Like I pick it up and I go, oh. I'm going to read this. <laughs> Never do. Nope. I used to collect them when I was like in high school. Here's our shocked face. Middle school. And when I went to boot camp, I had tup, like those Tupperware tubs. Rubbermaid containers? Yeah, at oh least God. eight of them full. And like, because I was like, I'm going to need these to make collages one day. Like, <laughs> just a psycho. A little young psycho. Yeah. Like, because then I wanted, I also felt like they were going to be worth money if I saved all my Britney Spears ones from eighth grade that that half the the stuff was cut out of. Have you seen her Instagram in the last 24 hours? She is. She's slipping again. Oh, my God. Yeah. Someone's not there to guard her phone or something. Like, it's weird. She's been off track for a while. Last time I seen her, I mean, her, she's she got a conservatorship. I think yeah. that statement goes without saying. Yeah, you're right. But, like, I've seen her on the TikTok, and that's the last time I'd really had seen Brittany. And that was, like, at the beginning of this year, okay? And she is looking rough. Looked like she'd been wearing the same clothes for about four days, haven't changed her makeup or anything. She was looking bad, 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 bad. I just am so shocked that there's somebody like that we're totally all over the place now <laughs> so i'm so shocked that there's somebody like that that has so much money so many people around her someone else responsible for her and she looks like a hobo yeah she literally looks like you the girl you pick up at the bar that everybody knows who she is yeah and and she's wearing the same makeup from yesterday yeah she that just she's cried and, and, and slept in yeah and yeah. rubbed her eyebar or her eyelashes off yeah mm-hmm. It's, I think it's tragic. Yeah, the list of things that she can't do is one of the things is post. Like, she's not supposed to be able to post without or her Someone's conservator approval? giving her approval. Yeah, the list of things that you can't do when you have a conservatorship is mind-blowing. So I don't know how she's getting away with that if someone's just is like, blanket? I don't care. Is that a blanket thing? Like, all conservatorships, you can't do these things? Or so, could, could she have different arrangement um uh what i read was they were specifically talking about her huh. and like what she can't do and it's like an insane list of stuff that she's not allowed to do but on that list i remember being uh posting that like she can't post anything on her social media or whatever without approval but maybe whoever a conservator is is just like i don't care anymore whatever just stay there dad. yeah they're fighting for it to not be her dad mm-hmm. maybe they even established like a temporary one but I'm trying to think of like what would be things she couldn't be allowed to do. Buy things over a certain dollar amount. 
go places. Like she, has she can't to, go places. Yeah, she has to get approval. Like if she, you know, she like go to tri- Florida or like go to like the grocery store. Ooh, because those are two different things. Getting approval to leave the state, totally yeah. understand. No, I think uh, I, uh, I don't want to say for sure, but I'm like I'm pretty. I'm eighty percent sure that she has to get approval to leave when she went to the hospital like she has to she can't leave she can't do anything in the hospital like, without her well of her course conservator. not of course no. not well i mean just like going i know leaving but, yeah, doing any of that yeah i mean going to a hospital and leaving a hospital yes that makes complete sense i'm talking like she can't go to the red dot boutique yeah i'm pretty sure in her specific i like i said i'm 80 percent sure that she has super <laughs> I'm limited sure i'm 80 percent sure yeah. i mean for you 83 for you 80 percent sure is almost like i'm not sure because you've said you're 100 percent sure and been completely wrong so i guess that's true <laughs> settle I, phil collins yeah. <laughs> i am just the idea of that is so terrifying to me yeah, i mean that, I, how do you prove that you're not that you don't need that how do you get out from underneath a conservatorship? And even her, like, the her other family, like, I was reading her mom and her sister think she shouldn't be in it either. And if you've got other people that are close to you that are like, hey, she doesn't need that. And they're like, mm, she does. How do yeah. you prove that you're not crazy? Well, yeah. you know what doesn't help is posting that stuff on Instagram. Yeah, I don't think you can take her family's um, feelings about it into account, especially when one of them, the person in charge of the conservatorship, her father, financially benefits from it mm-hmm. and then the other two who think she should be out of it and want to be conservators for it will don't financially benefit so there's some weird point You're i right. guess that's true but you asked there's a motive there that has you can't take people's opinions that are motivated by her success but mm. then who else do you have around you to be able to vouch for you because everyone that's around yeah. her has a motivation I mean, that's, well, you can easily get to a place where her family could financially benefit. Yeah. Whether she her- said, I'm going to give you some money if you say that I should get out of this or I'll make you the conservator. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have, and you have someone like her father who's in charge of it or was that he's getting money being the one in charge of it, that it's in his financial best interest to do that. So you've got to find people that aren't financially benefiting third parties that are neutral which how do you find those because you can't you're not allowed to go talk like that's what i'm saying like how do you get out from under a conservatorship you would have to really buckle down right and it'd take a lot of work on her end when i say buckle down i mean stay out of the spotlight at all whatsoever don't do anything at all because the thing is is you're under a microscope at all times so whether you go to the grocery store whether you go florida for vacation you pretty much have to lock yourself up become a hermit Okay, and 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 make yourself not crazy, yeah. or at least appear not crazy anyway, to well, get out from underneath it and be a responsible adult. Yeah, well, good thing isolation doesn't make you crazy. The the right? the, the other part is you would have to get a doctor mm-hmm. to say that you're not anymore, and then who's making those decisions? The person that financially benefits from you being in it, right? Right. So you can't even get an you can't get an independent opinion. The court would have to. F- find somebody mm-hmm. that isn't recommended like oh my gosh mm-hmm. so when her dad dies does that mean conservatorship's over no they already have somebody They've else got a contingency plan mm-hmm. huh? that somebody he has picked wow handpicked by him yeah Boy, and i think shady. that's where they're at is mm-hmm. that she wants him not to be in charge of him because of his health mm-hmm. 
And to me, if she's going, hey, he's getting a little older and not how I think that we should change this. And everybody's like, sit down, crazy kook. Right. That should say something in herself because she is making that decision. She's bringing that up. Yeah, but her Instagram's not helping because you look at her and you go, no. Yeah. And she's got two kids. Yeah. But they're almost grown, aren't they? What does that have to do with anything? Well, I mean, old enough old? to take care of themselves. Like, no, so, no, like, I'm not saying that old, from right? a standpoint of whether they can, you know, pour their own uh, Fruit Loops. <laughs> I'm saying that from a standpoint of like, look, mom's a Fruit Loop. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but your mom's a rich Fruit Loop. <laughs> yeah, and I don't think she has them full time. No, but it doesn't matter. They say they still get to see it. Yeah, you go to her mansion, you know, yeah. two weekends a month. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of them is 15. And the other wow. one is 14. Wow. So, yeah, they're still, they're still chewing. Wow. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that kind of stuff stresses me out. Like, talking about it and thinking about it. <laughs> A conservatorship? Yeah. The power someone can have over another human being like that. And it would be so cause, hard to get yeah. out from underneath that. Yeah. And it could happen to any of them. Yeah. That's the scary part. Yeah. It's like those shows on Netflix where they show people confessing to murders they were not a part of. I'm like, I can't watch this. This is the scariest movie I have ever seen. Because it's really happened. Not someone where a doll suddenly has a knife and is chasing me. Right. Uh, All right. We got to take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. News news quickies coming up. We've also got listener emails and to tell the truth. All these stories from news quickies get posted on our Facebook page. If you want to find out some more, facebook.com slash bmms69. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show at 97.5 KMOD. Big pile of live eels dumped in Lake in New York City Park. So this guy, Andrew Orkin, he's a music composer, and he lives near Brooklyn Park, and he was on a jog and decided to take a break near Prospect Lake, and he turned around and was scared to see a tangle of wriggling, what he thought was wriggling snakes, but it turns out it was this giant pile of eels that had escaped from one of two large plastic bags that had split open, and a man dragged these bags to the shoreline. Bystanders said that the man explained that he just wanted to save lives. Um, this urban ecologist at Fordham University said people like animals and sometimes they think they're doing a good thing by letting them go. Most will die. Some will, be comp- some will become a problem and there is no going back. And so right now it is too early for officials to say whether or not they think this species is going to be a problem. But they are anticipating that these eels can survive there and now become a nuisance because this guy dropped off a bag of these eels and on the link i posted a video of how creepy these things look oh yeah that means that that was in someone's house that they just had two giant ass bags of Oy, yeah aren't those horrible or or, or he went to a pet store and bought them mm-hmm. and then to release them into the wild rather than be held captive against their will trying to do in the pet store special work and you know Jeez. Now, New York City might be overrun by these horrific eels. Nope. Won't be overrun. 
They'll literally well, stay like right cool. there in that lake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no way, man. They're going to live in the sewers and they're going to crawl up and they're the going to The crocodile, yeah. yes. That's yeah. happened. They'll become <laughs> that's happened. Mutant. Sam, there's a story of uh, a story. There's a movie where the um, this kid gets a crocodile, whatever, and then he flushes it down the toilet and it lives in the sewers of New York City. This is a movie, a scary movie. <laughs> and then the crocodile is killing people, but the police can't figure out who's killing. They're not, because then they never put together that this crocodile. Is doing it. It's New York. Why is there a crocodile in New yeah, York? Yeah. I feel like that's like a myth of like. It's a movie. I'm telling yeah, you, it's a movie. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Yeah. But I feel like that is something that was like a myth in that happened in New York that people said that there was crocodiles living there because in the 90s, since stupid Clarissa explains it all, had a pet crocodile. Mm. People wanted pet crocodiles, and then they're like, these yeah. bitches get big. I believe this movie was below, before Melissa Joan Hart went into her witchcraft. <laughs> no, this is Clarissa explains it all. Isn't that, isn't that? Isn't that? That's like the teenage, teenage witch. witch. Those were two different shows. Two stupid blonde girls. <laughs> no, this was pre them. It's a different girl. show. Yeah, it's the same girl. Huh? <laughs> yes. Clarissa explains it all. And Sabrina the Teenage Witch are the same actress. It's both Melissa Joan Hart. So I was right. Yes, except she just—it's a different show where she had the crocodile. It wasn't in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm mistaken. You were correcting me, and I thought I had the actor. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway, it was before. <laughs> this was a movie from the 80s. Yeah. yeah it's, okay, got you. Yeah. And, and just for the record, I don't think crocodiles flush the way, you know, you would like a goldfish or something. Yeah. I also don't think they live in sewers. <laughs> no. They'll find their way out. Naked teen was found covered in ranch dressing. This happens just outside of uh, Kansas City. About 3.30 in the morning, the 17-year-old boy was at this uh, convenience store, naked, slathered in ranch dressing, and he was causing a bit of a disturbance inside the store, ended up damaging some of the merchandise. He ran outside of the store and got into a running car, tried to take off, ended up smashing a pillar. Police had to come out. They determined that the boy was under the influence of a substance, but didn't say what. More than likely is mushrooms or LSD or something like that. And so they went ahead and placed him into custody, took him to the hospital, and that's where his folks had to come pick him up naked, covered in ranch. Um, luckily, nobody was hurt, and they didn't say whether or how the boy got covered in ranch or why he was covered in ranch. Those are best and worst of the weekend. Best is uh, I had some time alone with the wife. Worst, I had to go pick up my kid. It's <laughs> covered in ranch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Those are the calls that I don't want to get. He will. Mm. Dad shot by impatient shopper. A dad in Ohio is dead after being gunned down by an impatient shopper at the fam- family dollar. Uh, Cleveland police say 32-year-old Jerry Safo was shopping with his girlfriend and kids when he got into an argument with a cashier overpayment. A security guard then escorted Sappho outside before another man approached, saying he was angry that he had to wait in line longer due to the due to Sappho in the argument. Those two men then argued. Sappho punched the man, and then the other man shot him. Good Sappho God. died at the scene in front of his children. The suspect, who has not been found, fled after the shooting. Goodbye, old friend. Yeah, Never been to a family dollar and not waited. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's a part of it. I think right. that's in the thing. Like, hey, listen, discounted prices, you're going to wait in line. Right. Kind of like Ross. Discounted prices looks like a war zone. You expect that yeah. going into it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Went to the family dollar, didn't make it out. And you had to chase someone outside and be like, hey, 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 hey. Hey, you're, you're holding me up you here. You made me wait, and yeah. now I'm waiting the longer because I wanted to talk to you about you making me wait. That doesn't make any sense. It makes no sense. Psycho. All these stories are on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. We stream on Facebook Live, and it looks like we're using dial-up, and I don't know why. So, Sorry. Above my pay grade, uh, they don't give me the access to the router to reset it, so <laughs> I don't know what to tell you on that. Uh, Sam's got balls to the wall sports. Threw for two touchdowns and rushed another as the Cardinals crushed the Cowboys 38 to 10 on Monday Night Football in Arlington. Murray finished with 188 passing yards and 74 rushing yards. Kenyon Drake added 164 yards and two touchdowns on the ground. Christian Kirk hauled in 86 receiving yards and two touchdowns as Arizona improved to four and two. Andy Dalton was picked off twice and Ezekiel Elliott lost two fumbles for Dallas, which dropped at two and four. They were calling for Ezekiel Elliott to get traded after the game last night because he fumbled twice. Aww. Buddy. Stupid. He has a bad day. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's part of the gig. The World Series begins tonight. The Tampa Bay Rays take on the Los Angeles Dodgers in game one of the best of seven fall classic at Globe Life Field in Arlington. Tyler Glasnow gets the ball in the opener for the Rays in the Dodgers counter with Clayton Kershaw. I have a question. Who do they decide gets the ball first? Is it like in basketball where they do a tip off? What sport are we speaking of? Uh, in, in baseball. In baseball, who does the home team pitches oh, okay. first? Oh, okay. Okay. I don't know if they did, you know, some cute little ritual. Right? Yeah, the home team. I think the home team. I don't they Rochambeau for it before before they come out. I would love that because that means that, that they would have strategy of yeah. like, I only go rocks. Yeah. I only go paper. Yeah. I always, <laughs> I love this meme I saw this weekend is um, Rochambeau for cavemen was brutal. I don't understand that. Rock, rock, rock. That's all they had. That's all they had was rock. Oh, I was like, wheels. Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) Wheels. Nope, not wheels. Nope, there's no. That's where I thought the joke was. That's so stupid. That's. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I don't even think they had that. Rocks don't burn fire. (laughs) (laughs) That's Balls Wall Sports. I'm seeing Sam on 97.5. Morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. And I came across this tweet. I always love to explain like how rabbit holes start just because we go through so many and it's fun to kind of backtrack. So anyway, I was I saw this tweet by somebody and it was implying, I don't know what if it was implying like towards masks or just like how hard life is, but the tweet said in 1971, 17-year-old Julianne Kepka was sucked out of an airplane after it was struck by lightning. She fell two miles to the ground, strapped to her seat and survived. She spent 11 days alone in the Amazon jungle before being rescued by a logging team. You're fine. Damn. 
Yeah, so I was like, I don't believe anything I see on the internet. Mm -hmm. So that sent me down a rabbit hole of soul survivors. There is nearly 80 plane crashes where only one person survived. Wow. Was that the uh, movie Bruce Willis, Unbreakable, where he was on a plane that went down or or a train or something to that effect, and he was the sole survivor? Yeah, but that was a movie. That's fake. Right, right, absolutely. So that's the only thing I have to relate it to. I don't... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Castaway. He's the sole survivor. True, true statement. I'm just saying there are plenty yeah. of movies where that happened, mm-hmm. but to hear real life accounts are crazy ones like this one from her is just insane, right? And when you think about like your day and all the things that you go through, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm completely fine. There's no reason to even be concerned. Like, I don't care how bad what you're dealing with. You're not alone in the Amazon. <laughs> you didn't just fall out of the sky. Strapped to your seat. Yeah. So, but I found this list of some of these other ones of people that have survived airplanes, the sole survivor of airplane crashes. The first one is a four-year-old girl. 1987 Northwest Flight 255 crashed after takeoff from Detroit after an electrical fire meant the crew wasn't alerted to the the fact that the flaps hadn't been set properly before takeoff. On its way on, uh, up, the plane's left wing st- uh, struck a light pole and went down, bursting into flames as it hit the ground. Damn. When rescuers arrived at the accident, they found a four-year-old girl still strapped into her seat. And although she lost both parents and her brother in the crash, uh, she herself survived with a broken leg and third-degree burns. God. Wow. She grew up to graduate with a degree in psychology. In an interview in 2013, she said the accident is something she thinks about every day. When I realized I was the only person to survive that plane crash, I was maybe in middle school, high school maybe, and being an adolescent and confused, so it was just extra stress for me. I remember feeling angry and having survivor's guilt. Why didn't my brother survive? Why didn't anybody? Why me? Mm. Survivor's guilt's like a real thing. You, you, th- like, you feel this responsibility to live better life because you survived right? for those people that perished. But then you go, well, why did I survive? I should have been the, like, I can think right. of all the reasons why I should have died. Yep. It's a crazy thing. And did that, that happen at four years old? Mm-hmm. Where you don't really remember a lot of things from being four years old. But then that's the thing you remember every day? Yeah. Oh, that's a doozy. Mm-hmm. I have to deal with that every day of your life. And I'm sure you still have, like, if you got third degree burns, you still have scars and stuff to look at oh, every yeah. day, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's you- not just... You're like, oh, that did happen to me. I'm sure that's something that still affects you. And as that tweet said, as that's a story I just read, it's a good example. You're fine. Oh, by the way, do you get on a plane again? I I think you should. Oh, man. I'm I'm scared of flying to begin with. I can't imagine. If you're the sole survivor of a plane crash, I don't judge you for not getting on a plane again. I don't judge you for not getting on a plane, but you probably should. It's important to overcome adversity. Yeah, 100%, but I'm, I do not blame that person for not getting on a plane. You don't have to fly to, like, Australia. You, you go to Oklahoma City, maybe. Right, right, start small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she turned out pretty cute. Just saying. Here's another one. Gibby, stop creeping. Oh, man, I wanted to see what this woman looks like now. You can't even tell she's got third degree or had third degree burns. Oh. Or was, you know, in a, in a major plane crash. Wow. Um, an unsecured oil cap on an aircraft caused an accident on a northern Thunderbird air flight from British Columbia, and it crashed into a six-lane street during rush hour. Jesus. The pilot recognized that there was a leak 
and tried to turn around and return to the airport, but it was too late. The plane crashed, killing the pilots. And though miraculously, um, this one passenger, 49-year-old Carolyn Cross, survived. Uh, she was so sure she was going to die in the crash, she started sending emails to her husband and her husband's children as the plane turned around. And according to what she told uh, a website, she blacked out as the plane was uh, falling and woke up later when she smelled fuel. She managed to drag herself to the door of the plane, and someone who witnessed the accident was able to carry her to safety. Her list of injuries was broken ribs, teeth, jaw, head trauma, and she was able to eventually recover and return home to her family. Wow. God damn. You're fine. (laughs) Uh, in 2016, a plane crashed, killing 71. And one of the survivors says the only thing that saved them was uh, the protocols. It was La Mia Flight 2933. It crashed into the mountains, and including most of the people on this person's soccer team. And a probe found that the plane didn't have enough fuel to make it to its destination. Among the survivors was uh, the person, Erwin Timurri, who said they were following protocol and what survived and what saved him. I saved myself because I found, followed the emergency protocol, putting bags between my legs, and I put myself in the fetal position. I also saw how many passengers rose and began to scream. Like, they were like, oh, no, like they panicked. Yeah, yeah. That now you're not buckled home. in. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. See, that meeting at the beginning of the flight's very important. <laughs> I mean, they're Save not this doing guy's it. life. It's not entertainment. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're not just buying time until the plane takes off. Yeah, man. That one reminds me of the, there's a movie called Alive, which is based off a true event of a soccer team that survived uh, a plane crash and had to eat each other. Yeah. Started off with the butt. True story. Uh, in 1985, Delta Flight 191 crashed when it landed in Dallas after getting caught in a storm, hitting a car and two water tanks. When it made contact with the ground. Although 136 people were killed, a flight attendant, Wendy Robinson, survived. She was a last-minute replacement for a co-worker who called in sick. Oh, God. <laughs> she survived the crash. When the plane stopped moving, she snapped into action trying to help passengers who remained. She climbed out of the plane, ran 75 yards to safety. Eventually, she ended up returning to the wreckage in a police car, looking for her fellow crew members to find who else survived. Uh, she did eventually fly again, but she's no longer a flight attendant. Instead, works as a high school French teacher in the same school one of her children attends. Oh, wow. You're fine. God, that is so crazy. You're fine. Ugh. Whatever you got going on, you're fine. I got a crick in my neck, man. I'm sleeping wrong. Right, my dryer won't work. You're right. fine. <laughs> uh, Annette Herfkins was 31 when she was on Vietnam Airlines Flight 474, which hit trees and on the descent and crashed in 1992. She's the only one who survived. Even her fiance died in the crash. She had fractured hips, a collapsed lung. Her jaw was displaced, but she managed to climb out of the plane and used any source of water she could find to stay hydrated, meditating to pass the time. Eventually, she was rescued when police officers found her. They showed me a passenger list from the flight, and I pointed to my name. She has a book called Turbulence, A True Story of Survival. They had body bags with them thinking that nobody was going to survive. Wow. And you got this one lone gal, Annette. God. Like the will to find that water to keep yourself hydrated and then be like, I need to meditate because I'm bored and I'm in pain. I don't think you're meditating because you're bored. 
Well, it's just to pass the time. I don't think, you know, I don't think you're doing it to pass the time. I think you're doing it to keep yourself sane Uh from the intense amount of pain Mm -hmm. you're dealing with. Yeah. And it's not like, what am I going to do? What am I going to (laughs) do? I mean, I've counted the leaves on that tree. (laughs) Looked at the stars. No, I don't think it's that. I think it's you're like, I got to do something to get my mind away from this pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. And the and extreme sadness. And being scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 1957, a crash of an army plane into the mountains of Subu, Philippines, killed the country's president, as well as 25 other passengers and crew. The only survivor was a journalist who had a second and third degree burns all over his body. He was found on the side of a steep cliff. For 18 hours, rescuers took turns carrying him down the cliff in a hammock. When a physician saw what I had just done, he remarked, you are news man to the end. You better say something way more profound than that to me. Right? How about a miracle? Mm-hmm. How about a miracle? Let's go with that. I like that. Nah, you're the newsman, man. Hey, <laughs> newsman. <laughs> right. Oh, you're the most obvious doctor of all time. <laughs> uh, French 14-year-old Baha Bakari was the only person to survive the Yemeni Flight 626 crash in 2009 that is believed to have killed the other 152 people on board. To survive, she says she held on to plane wreckage for 13 hours. Oh! Before research uh, rescuers found her in the Indian Ocean, she's now 21 years old and has published a book about the experience titled "Soul Survivor," where she discusses the emotional aftermath of her experience. Yeah, I bet Jack would have liked to have somebody with that kind of determination. That's what right. she's just in the book, right? <laughs> if I would have moved over for Jack. <laughs> I, right, or she's that girl <laughs> right. that kicks somebody off yeah. and is like, "No, my wreckage." <laughs> I mean, who's gonna tell? That right. is true. Else you is just dead. swim away faster. Right, I'm gonna get more publicity if I'm by myself. <laughs> oh, good God! I'll figure it out. People are horrible, man. Like right. that's not a you in in a peril moment. There's a good chance someone's not using the best morals. How can I capitalize off of this? Mm. Yeah, or I don't need paddle, to help paddle, you. Paddle, 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 I just want to save my own life. There's mm. only so many hard candies I see floating. There's only so many packaged peanuts that are floating by me. I don't want you to eat any of those. <laughs> I mean, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You're it may be not deliberate and malicious. You're just trying to survive yourself and all you can muster to stay, you know, holding on to the door. You can't help, you know, this young man you had your eye on. Right. I don't hear you. I don't hear you. Yeah. <laughs> uh bad weather conditions conditions caused the Bombardier CRG one hundred to miss CRJ one hundred to miss the runway. And while attempting to land in the Congo, 32 passengers on board were a part of the United Nations staff and peacekeepers. A journalist had been returning from a reporting trip and said he remembered the plane shaking violently. And the next thing he remembers was waking up in the hospital. He was the only survivor of that crash. You know, you got to skip it. None of these stories make me want to jump on a plane anytime soon. Really? <laughs> yeah, they're ah, all plane crashes. And I'm fully aware that. You could happen in a plane, a boat, a car, or whatever, but good God. 
Good God, man. Conair, I'm not kidding. <laughs> Flight 5191 had only one survivor. You had a bunny with him? <laughs> You're going to give me that bunny. <laughs> uh, the co-pilot, Jim Palinke, uh, was the only survivor. The crash killed 49 at Lexington's Bluegrass Airport, according to a TV station, sustained some serious injuries and later had one of his legs amputated. He was told he would never walk again. He kept that article with all the pictures of the people's faces and their profiles under his chair, his wife said. And he knows each person, their faces, their names, and what they did and where they were going. There's a documentary called Soul Survivor where he opens up and shares his experience. Wow. You're fine. You're not having to memorize all the people that were with you that died and what they did for a living. Technically, he didn't have to either. He made that choice himself. Well, he didn't go, you know what I'm going to (laughs) do? No, torture myself. Guilt did that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, A mother and her baby survived a crash in 2015 and lived off water and coconuts. 18 year old Maria Murillo and her one year old. Spent five what? days stranded in the jungle after the crash of a small Cessna plane. And the cause of the crash was unclear at the time. The Colombian Air Force found the plane at first. They thought no one survived. But then they found Marillo and her son near the banks of a river where they'd run to escape the fire of the plane. She survived by drinking coconut water from the coconuts the plane was carrying, as well as collecting rainwater. According to the Washington Post, she and her baby were both treated for burns, dehydration, and a broken ankle. But miraculously, her son was the most, uh, for the most part, was unharmed. Wow. Yeah, you're reminding your kid of that for the rest of your life. Like, anytime he acts up, you're like, I saved you from a plane crash for you, you to die. disrespect me. <laughs> Next time, I'll let you die in the jungle, right. you little ass. <laughs> Uh, the woman that started this whole rabbit hole for me, uh, Julie Julianne Kepka. I'm probably destroying that name. I'm sorry. Uh, she was in Lima when she was uh, uh, about to graduate from high school, and her mother had wanted to return to Panguana, uh, but Juliana wished to attend a graduation ceremony. So the mom agreed for her to stay longer. And instead, they scheduled a flight on Christmas Eve. All flights were booked, aside from the one uh, with Lines Arias Nochenales. I don't even know if that's close. Her family, I'm sorry, her father urged the mother to avoid flying with the airline, which had a poor reputation. They booked the flight because who's going to listen to dad? What does he know? And the commercial airliner was struck by lightning during a severe thunderstorm. And broke up in midair, disintegrating two miles above the ground. She was still strapped into her seat, survived the fall to earth, suffering a broken collarbone, a gash to her left leg and right arm, and her right eye was swollen shut. She says, I was definitely strapped in the airplane seat when it fell. She said later, it must have turned and buffered the crash. Otherwise, I wouldn't have survived. Her first priority was to find her mother, who had been seated next to her, but her search provided unsuccessful. She would later learn that her mother initially had survived the crash, only to die of her injuries a few days later. Oh, damn. 
surviving on sweets she found on the site. She waded downstream through knee-high water as her father had taught her that tracking downstream should eventually lead to civilization. After 10 days, she found a boat uh, near a small shelter. She poured gasoline from the fuel tank on her wounds to clean them of maggots and spent three nights in the shelter. Oh, my God. She said, "I I, I remained there, but I wanted to leave. I didn't want to take the boat because I didn't want to steal it. The next morning, a small group of local fishermen discovered her and brought her to a village. The following day, a local pilot volunteered to fly her to a hospital where she was reunited with her father after recovering from her injuries. She assisted search parties in locating the crash site and recovering the body's victims. Her mother's body was discovered um, two weeks later. Maggots? 18, Oh, by the my way. God. A kid. Yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. This young child. Listened to their dad for one, <laughs> and, yeah. and 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 took it and ran downriver looking for help. Used the gasoline to clear out their wounds. Oh God! Of maggots. Of, of maggots. maggots. of maggots. Yeah, like, the gasoline part's intense. Yeah. But so we we totally don't even get to talk about the maggots yeah. feeding and living uh, off of her oh, gashes. Oh yeah. my yeah. God! Yeah, yeah, and survived. You're fine. Oh, my God. Whatever you're dealing with, you're (laughs) fine. (laughs) So, all right, so that's intense, right? And then I was like, who has survived the most plane crashes? Okay. And there's this woman, Vesna Volvic. Guilty. Uh, (laughs) Sounds like a spy name. Right? (laughs) And she was flying from Stockholm to Belgrade. Uh, with a stopover in Copenhagen, she arrived in Denmark on the morning of January 25th, 1972. And according to her, she was not scheduled to be on flight 367. And the company that she worked for had confused her for another flight attendant with the same name. Nevertheless, she, uh, she says that she was excited to travel to Denmark because it was her first time visiting the country. The crew had the entire afternoon and the following morning to themselves. She wished to go sightseeing, but her colleagues insisted they go shopping. Everybody wanted to buy something for their family, so I had to go shopping with them. They seemed to know that they would die. They didn't talk about it, but I saw. I fell for them. And the captain was locked in his room for 24 hours. He didn't want to go out at all in the morning during breakfast. The co-pilot was talking about his son and daughter as if nobody else had a son or daughter. Flight 367 departed from the Stockholm airport on the January 26th. The aircraft landed at Copenhagen at 2.30 poor, 2.30 p.m., where the woman and her colleagues boarded the plane. As it was late, uh, we were in the terminal and saw it parked. I saw all the passengers and crew to plane. One man seemed terribly annoyed. It was not only me that noticed him either. Other crew members saw him as did the station manager in Copenhagen. I think it was the man that put the bomb in baggage. I think he had checked the bag in Stockholm, got off in Copenhagen, and never reboarded the flight. Flight 367 departed from Copenhagen. An explosion tore through the baggage compartment. The explosion caused the aircraft to break apart over a village. She was the only survivor of the 28 passengers, and she was discovered by a villager who had heard her screaming amid the wreckage. 
Her turquoise uniform was covered in blood, and her three-inch stiletto heel torn by the force of the by the force of the impact. Uh, the man that found her had been a medic during World War II, and it was to keep her alive until rescuers survived. Uh, after an investigation, her survival to her being trapped by a food cart in the fuselage as it broke away what is the reason she survived. Wow. When the cabin depressurized, the passengers and other flight crew were blown out of the aircraft Damn. and fell to their deaths. Damn. Investigators believe that the fuselage, with her pinned inside, landed at an angle in a heavily wooded, snow-covered mountainside, which crushed, uh, cushioned the impact. Physicians concluded that her history of low blood pressure caused her to pass out quickly after the cabin depressurized and kept her heart from bursting on impact. Oh, damn. She was said uh, she said that she was aware of her low blood pressure before applying to become a flight attendant and knew that it was result in her um, failing in medical examination, but she drank an excessive amount of coffee beforehand and she was accepted. What? She's like, I don't You're know if this is going to be the best fine. job for me. Let me just. You're fine. Let me just caffeine up. Can you imagine? Like, boom. Oh, my gosh. Chaos. Cart. Boom, pinned against the wall. <laughs> Damn it. The whole cabin. <laughs> huh? No way. Huh? No, you just got your third red light. You're <laughs> fine. Of all of these people, I don't care what you're dealing with. Maybe you think you're about to drive to lose your job. You're <laughs> fine. We're all fine. This is real. These are real problems. Jeez. But my neck. Hurt. Do you have maggots? <laughs> Are you having to use gasoline to clean out your maggoty gash? <laughs> God, Maggot gash. Good that's band name. So gross. A good band name. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's morning show is coming right back. The Big Mad Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Let's play a game. Give away VIP passes to Hex House. Got that speed pass you get as well. If you've never been to Hex House, it's awesome. If you like a good haunted house. Sam, a haunted house a good date night? Totally. <laughs> Especially if you're me, because you could just spend the night with your head buried in your date's back. Go, 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 go. Head buried somewhere, not in the back. But even as someone like yourself who hates that stuff, that's a good date? Yeah. Okay. So 918-460-KMOD, and we're going to play Sing Sing. Current record is? Sammy's leading with 13. I have 10. You have 9. Last week's winner? That would be you. Sam and Gimpy, 918-460-KMOD. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Frankie. Frankie, how are you? I'm good. How are you guys? Great. Frankie, who do you want to read clues, Sam or Gimpy? 
60 seconds. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Okay, this is a um, rap song from a girl in the early 2000s. And um, yeah, about that. All right, you have a job <laughs> to do. You go to this every morning. Work. Okay, so... With that being said, second word in this song is a title of a movie from Stephen King. It has Pennywise in it. Work it. There you go. Uh, okay, so this is a, a metal band who is named after a vegetable. And Corn. There you go. That's the name of the band. And let's see here. Um, if you are not dead, you are... Alive. So you would say you have... What? Cock. What was that again? Got the light. There you go. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Well done. Uh, this is uh, Rob is the lead singer of this band. This is before he went solo. And uh, his last name White is... White Zombie. There you go. And this is kind of like you look at the title of this song and you're, you're thinking it's a car, but it's not really a car. Time, time, time. Two is what we got. That might be good enough, Frankie. Hang on the line, okay? I'm here. (laughs) I like her. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Dwayne. I'm sorry. What is your name? Dwayne. Dwayne. Dwayne, you and Sam. 60 seconds on the clock. Timer starts after the first clue. Are you ready? Yes. All right. This is a pop singer, and she... um, Sings the Virgin song. She's got one name, no last name. Madonna? Yes. And then this is the song um, that she sings in the music video. There's like burning crosses. I don't know Madonna song. When you are on Facebook and you enjoy someone's post, you what it? Like it. Okay. And then what do you do when you're on your knees and you put your hands together? Pray. Um, okay. Yes. So you have like and... But if you're, if you just, are if you're praying and you just say that once and it's a prayer. Okay. And then what's the Living first? Out of prayer. No, no, no. You already have like, you have prayer. Oh, like prayer. There you go. Um, this is if there's a rope and you do this in a boxing gym and you do it twice. You a jump rope. Okay. Just say jump twice. Jump, jump. There you go. Uh, and then, oh, this is, I feel like. I've been locked up tight. It's Britney Spears's nemesis. Time. Time, yeah, time. Yeah, uh, I don't know Madonna yeah. at all. <laughs> Listen, uh, there was a tie. That means it's push. Nobody wins. I'm so sorry, man. It's all right. All right, buddy. See you later. Frankie, nobody wins. It was a tie. All right. I'll keep trying. You're awesome, girl. Have a great week. You too. Bye-bye. See ya. That's a trash fire. I don't know. Does she have a nemesis? Her dad. Her nemesis, like, (laughs) every time she's performing, this one shows up and runs in and, like, knocks over her set. No, it's like their rivalry. (laughs) They have a rivalry? Yes. Durr. It's like Backstreet Boys and NSYNC. I don't think they have a rivalry. This person and Britney. Yes. Yes. Hold on, hold on. I don't think they have a rivalry. I don't think that NSYNC and Beastie Beastie Boys, Backstreet Boys have a rivalry. Like, they're not, like, bad-mouthing each other. Um, uh, mm, their fans have a rivalry. 
Well, that's not what you said. You said they have a rivalry. So Christina Aguilera and mm-hmm. Britney Spears, they talk crap about each other. They have a rivalry or their fans well, they do. Did, no, they did in the beginning. They talk crap about each other because they were both the females that were coming up. And they like, you know, she said that Britney couldn't sing and all she is is just dancing and lip syncing and kind of made fun of her. I think now maybe they're cool, but in the beginning, they definitely have a rivalry. And the same huh. thing with the boy bands. It's they the had a rivalry. Thing. They talk trash, trash against each other? Um, I'm not 100% sure about they're them. They're like, but- no, we're legit. And the other one went, no. <laughs> they went, no, we're legit. Like, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Gimpy. Yeah, I was look. I just Googled. I'm trying to you know skim through the article fast enough. But it says the complete history of Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears' long-running no, rivalry. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought we were talking about that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So this was. <laughs> I felt like it was settled, but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah, this was the same. Uh, came out the same time as Britney Spears and, and Timberlake and all that. She kind of blew up. She was a voice uh, judge, or was it the X Factor? Either way, some kind of singing talent show. She was a judge, and uh, this is the thing when you rub it, uh, thing comes out, and you, you get three wishes. Oh, God. <laughs> right. A vessel. It's a vessel you allegedly rub. It gives three sure. wishes. Vessel. Sure. Well, rub <laughs> had a different connotation. You're rubbing something and getting something out of it. Um, for Gimpy's, the one that he ended Christina on. Christina Aguilera, Genie oh, in a Bottle. Right. And then for Gimpy's, I would have said this is Rob's band. And um, I would try to get them just to say the word. Like, what happens when there's lightning? Then you hear this. When you smooch your lips up to somebody else's face, you give somebody a what? Yeah. And then I would just, what's, oh, my God, 70 minus Four plus one. Because <laughs> <laughs> you can't say five. Right. That's hard. Okay, yeah. 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 I don't know how I'd get somebody to say 65, and in my head I was just trying to think of things that happened in 65 that I would be oh, like, yeah? this what, happened. What, what do you I, have? I have zero uh, idea. Uh, <laughs> the Beatles had a hit at that time, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think Gimpy did a great job, mm-hmm. and it sounded like she was digging in her white zombie Rolodex to come up with that so- title. I thought if she had a few more seconds, she was going to get it. Yeah, that was solid. I think you did really good with Got the Life, too. She she was really good, too. Dude, she knew yeah. that song. She yeah. was going through, you know, she vegetable bands and then, you know, songs from those vegetable bands. <laughs> well, good for you, Frankie. Sorry we couldn't pull it out. Well, that's a push. We'll take a break, and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Bad Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's see what Gimpy has for 4x4. you i thought i i pushed the button a pushing button it doesn't come on anyway uh russian prosecutors charged six russians in cyber attacks uh six russian military intelligence officials are facing federal charges for cyber attacks against american companies and a variety of international interests that include the winter olympics assistant ag john demir said the crimes were sweeping malicious and destructive 
He told reporters that Russia has stepped up its cyber attacks on an unprecedented scale. Sure, that's what they do. Uh, GOP blocks efforts to adjourn Senate until after the elections. Uh, Republicans voted down Chuck Schumer's request to stop working until November 9th. That would also push back Amy Coney Barrett's Supreme Court confirmation until after the election. He says it shouldn't go forward because it's been a most rushed and most partisan nomination process in history. Uh, Florida Republican Rick Scott referred to the move as a temper tantrum, and the Senate's expected to be back in session on Tuesday. I feel like I'm today. looking at that meme with all the Spider-Men. Said, no, no, <laughs> right. no, no. Yeah. Uh, babies can consume over a million microplastic particles in a day. That's what it says. New study in Nature Food found that plastic baby bottles can release microplastics, but researchers say this shouldn't alarm parents. There isn't enough research to say that the health risks brought on by consuming microplastics. We've been doing it forever. It's okay. We haven't been doing it forever. It used to be glass. But baby bottles. Glass forever nipples? In my- no, they were glass bottles mm. and silicone mm. or oh, latex nipples. I was just thinking about what got put in your mouth, but I wasn't even thinking no, about that. they're talking the- about the plastic bottles. Gotcha. And lastly here, TPS board says secondary students to remain in distance learning. Until January 4th, Tulsa Public School Board of Education voted yesterday to keep all secondary students in distance learning until January when they return from winter break. So that means on January 4th, middle, junior high, and high school students will return to in-person instruction four days a week. Wednesdays will remain distance learning days. Oh, so like they're breaking it up? Okay. Get a day off in the middle. It's a little confusing that they can play football and that... They can't go to school. Mm-hmm. It's a little confusing that other school districts are going to school. So I, I don't know what the information they have, but they've clearly made a decision that they think is the safest for the community. Mm-hmm. But it's a little it's a mi- little mixed messagey. Yeah, what's what's the difference going to be between now, and January fourth, besides a new year rolled over? Uh, yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think not none because there won't be a child's vaccine. Mm-hmm. There's, in my opinion, which doesn't matter for nothing, there's not going to be any difference between now and January when these kids go into school. Except it'll be a little scarier because, you know, that's because that's when people start getting sick and like just, you know, over the colder months is when you get fevers and all that other stuff. And now you could not have COVID and have a fever just because you're regular sick. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Remember being at February mm-hmm. and like this will be over soon. <laughs> yeah, about that. <laughs> so Gimpy's right. Like, what's January fourth gonna be? Nothing. It's unless, gonna be the same unless it all changes after November third and the coronavirus is gone and you never hear about it ever again. It's not like we're being That's told, "Hey, happen. first of the year, this is what's gonna happen." Mm-hmm. Then I'd be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Like, hey. We're waiting for the water to recede before you go back into your flooded areas. We think the water's receding at this date. That makes perfectly good sense. That does. But they're just pushing like, yeah, we'll reevaluate then. So when January 4 comes around, well, we're going to keep you guys at home for another six months and see what happens, whatever. Yeah, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Makes it hard for parents. Yeah. No Christmas break. Because you've been on break already. <laughs> 
The Chiefs used their ground game to barrel past the Bills 26-17 on Monday Night Football in Buffalo. Rookie running back Clyde Edwards Hellier. 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 H is silent. Oh, Elier. Say uh, the name. Clyde Edwards Elier rushed for 161 yards, and KC had 245 on the ground in all. Patrick Mahomes found Travis Cleesey for two scores. <laughs> Is Say that it again. wrong? Say it again. Is the L before the E? Cle- oh, Kelsey. Cleesey. <laughs> Cle- yeah. Cle- I just Travis K for two scores as right. the Chiefs improved, improved to 5-1. and one. Josh Allen had 122 passing yards, two touchdowns, and an interception for Buffalo. The Bills are on a two-game slide after winning their first four. Yeah, they looked like they were going to be awesome, and they have not been awesome the last two games. Chiefs, however. Sure, the Raiders lost, which shut up. <laughs> Still holding on to we've that won, a little we, bitter. We've won a no, no every time I miss bring up the, texts. the Raiders fan think that they've won a Super Bowl. What the, what, that was they've, like the best they've done in decades. Let them have it. Yeah, there'll be another. We play twice. You play the Raiders twice yes, this year. Yes, every year you play the guys in your division twice. Rematch. Yeah, that's balls to all sports. I'm Seaman Sam on ninety-seven five Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We still have to tell the truth. Uh, listener emails now. You can always email us, show at KMOD.com, show at KMOD.com. You send an email. We read it on the air. You guys get to give advice. This one came in yesterday. It says, good morning, studio. My name is Steven. I drive a semi from Tulsa to Pryor every day making deliveries and pickups. At lunchtime, I normally go to the same convenience store every day because the food is cheap and easy for me to park at. I've noticed that the lady that makes the food is always wiping her nose with her bare hand and also handling the food. (laughs) I don't want to hunt down another place to eat lunch, but... I also get grossed out seeing her do that, especially with the Rona still thriving. What should I do? Ew. I can't can't even. I saw that in real life. I parking is a bitch, though. Like if you're a truck driver, sure. I, I there's. Oh, the quick trip in Brookside, I saw a semi go in there last week and had to reverse like 15 times. And I was like, oh, my God, that's stressful. There's so many cars. Like, I can't imagine the panic attack that guy's not having that I would be having if I was him. Yeah. So I know that that's like a big thing, but snot in your food. Snot in your food. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't say snot in her food. It just says she wipes her nose. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, could there's itch. still nose particles, I think, that could fall out. Be sure. Like be a loose booger boogie? Dust yeah. Or, or just dead skin. Booger dust. Dead, dead nose skin. Ugh. You know? I, I don't think I'd be too worried if it was, like, dead skin. But if I seen the booger dust fall out, yeah. then that might cause some issue. I think it would be kind of a little concerning now. I feel like every place you go with food, whoever's serving you has a mask on. You'd like to think that. Yeah, you'd like to think that, but yeah. I think the like Tulsa is the only 
I think, in our area that has a mask mandate. So that doesn't mean... I didn't even think about that. Like, if you go out to anywhere yeah. other than where I go, I guess. <laughs> Say, I'm, I mean, once you get out of city limits, nobody's wearing masks. Not really. Mm-hmm. Not unless you, like, they won't let you in. Like, at Target, they're looking to see if you're wearing a mask. Walmart stopped caring. Really? They did. They don't say, I mean, they say it, but they ain't enforcing it. They sure aren't. I remember when it first but came out, you know, Walmart with their mask mandate, I got stopped. And they're like, hey, you need a mask. Yeah. Right, cool, whatever. Now they don't They don't stop or nothing. Nobody. Not me, not nobody. Quick trip, they ain't enforcing it? No. They got a giant sign you walk right past. Big old red one. Mm-hmm. They ain't enforcing it? Gets my anxiety up. Oh, that does? Yes, it does. I thought maybe does. it was just a day that ended in Y. <laughs> yeah, no, that. But so what, what should this guy do? Should he go full Karen? Should he Should he just whatever? Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, you, to me, the answer is in your email, right? Mm-hmm. You said you go there because the food is cheap. Right. You didn't say you go there because they practice the best health standards. Right, 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 right. You get what you pay for. I'm just saying, by the way, I want to know where this place is. Truckers usually know where the best food places are, so. (laughs) Email us back with the name and place. Yeah, man. Location. Yeah, I would would love that. It's got to be someplace delicious. And the hours not to go. He says he's driving from Pryor to Tulsa. Tulsa to Pryor. From Tulsa to Pryor. There's a lot of stops in between. I'm trying to pinpoint it down because, you know, there's that uh, right there as you yep. get off of 412 yep. going towards Pryor's and Shoto. Uh-huh. And there's like a McDonald's attached to it. That little, I think it's like a Sinclair Fiesta yep. Mart or Fiesta something Mart. like that. Yeah, they got good food. There's also a place that's off the side of the road, and they used to have like a bunch of stuff on the fence. Mm-hmm. And that, they have a place right there. There's another place kind of across from that. in the It's like off the road a little bit that looks like a really nice brick building yeah. that's a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Lightning bees or ah, something, I don't know, something like that. So I, there's a couple places. But what do you do? Do you say something? Here's the thing. This ain't a newsflash. You just saw it. Right. And this was happening before the masks came along. That's the fun thing. People are already doing this. So, I mean, how long has this cat been eating here? A couple of years maybe even? Sounds yeah. like he's been going there for a long time. So old Drippy Nose has been there doing that. It's not Snotophagus. Yeah, yeah. Well before oh my God. the the Rona came yeah. along. Ugh. If someone snotted in your sub sandwich and then you ate it, would you get for sure get the coronavirus? Just curious. If or they like had a, the coronavirus. And then but you ingested it. You didn't I mean, I don't know if it carries in your snot. It's a respiratory. It's from your lungs. Mm-hmm. The water molecules out of your lungs. So when you push it out via a cough or a sneeze, that's even a where, breath, even <sighs> Right, right. But so far as just nose drip, I mean that could be anything. That could be snot, that could be that could be brain fluid dripping out for all we know. <laughs> God, that's so sick. Yeah. Um people texting in about <laughs> Masks. Uh, all food prep workers don't follow health protocols. Well, that's true. Just because your food prep people don't always follow the rules that are set forth for them. Mm-hmm. Hey, is the food being fried? That's a fantastic question. 
Yeah, because you think that deep fried grease, that hot grease, will burn off any kind of germs. I don't. That yeah, I don't know if that works against the, the Rona. <laughs> Good point. You just fry it up. Fry oh, off the Fauci. Rona, man. Yeah. Fauci yeah. <laughs> will know. Uh, Jessica is on. Hi, Jessica. How are you? Good. How are y'all? Good. What do you think? Uh, I drive a semi, and I, there's no way. The first time that I seen her wiping her nose on her hand would have been it for me. You would have gone all Karen on her? I, no, I, there's no way. I would have just been like, I'm done. I wouldn't have gone back. And you said you're a, a, a semi-driver. You drive a big rig? Yeah, I do. Cross country or just state? Uh, local. I'm out of Ponca City, but I drive to Perry, Bartlesville, Dewey. So I'm going to sidebar for a second, just out of pure coincidence. I recently read an article about female semi-drivers and how um, hard it is for them and the amount of um, not sexual assault, but just like how women will avoid like truck stops in general. And it's not an easy job for females. Uh, It's actually not that bad. Most of the guys that I'm around, I'm around all the time. So they don't bother me too much. I have some that'll hit me up over the CD or whatever, but... And hit on you? It, what do yeah. they say in their trucker lingo? What do they say to pick you up, to hit on you? <laughs> They've asked for my phone number a few times, you know, the usual stuff. Okay. Like, you're just going to give your phone number over the CB? Yeah, I guess they think so. And how do they know you're a female? I mean, they just hear your voice and go, hey, baby, give me them digits. You close, yeah. you up. Right. <laughs> Is that what they do? They're like, where are you? Like, do you want to meet up? Yeah, I've had a mask where I'm out of and what company I work for and the company's phone number. Uh, are you married? No, I'm not. So have you ever uh, hooked up on the road with anybody? No. I, I, drove lo- I drive local. Yeah, Usually it's Monday haul. through Friday, sometimes Saturday, but I'm home every day. Mm. Yeah, short haul. So okay. it's not, you're not uh, overnight driving or anything no. like that yeah picking up lot lizards yeah <laughs> do they have no. men lot lizards lot iguanas <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah, they have men lot lizards but they're not looking for females usually oh yeah. gotcha yeah. okay yeah. Hmm. all right so jessica what what should you think he sh- that he should just avoid the place uh completely after the first time of me seeing that i couldn't have gone back not to mention she's not wearing gloves when she touches the food in the first place so is she handling money or anything else and then touching the food yeah yeah that's a good point well and even if they're wearing gloves if they're wearing gloves and then touching the money and then touching your food your gloves are a waste of time Mm -hmm. at that point so exactly yeah right on all right jessica be safe all right i will thank y'all bye i had to ask like the article was insane like how horrible it is for female long haul i never thought about that drivers like they'll avoid truck stops altogether because they'll get cornered by uh, other people, not just exclusively men, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Highly aggressive lesbians. Well, because there's no um, like law and order mm-hmm. at those places. Mm-hmm. It, it requires usually those places are in the middle of nowhere, so it requires like highway patrol or sheriff or somebody who's not there. They're dealing with other things. Yeah. So for them to come there is kind of a big deal. Like it's a whole thing. Never it, thought about that. Right? I didn't either. Need a puppy with you. What will that do? I don't know. You keep em. it in the truck while Why? you go inside. Sick them. That's why. Not all dogs know that command instinctively. I, 
don't think to, any dog knows it instinctively. Some <laughs> German shepherds are pretty gnarly, dude. <laughs> right. In the pit bulls. That damn pit bulls. Uh, got a listener email from a guy, and he drives a semi, and he found this place he loves for lunch. Man, it is cheap. It's easy for him to park at. But the lady that makes the food is always wiping her nose with her bare hand and also handling the food. I don't want to hunt down another place to eat lunch, but I also get grossed out seeing her, especially with the corona. It Context is important here. Is it a uh, top of hand or oh, is it a palm yeah. of hand? Yeah, that makes a big oh, difference God. because if it's palm, no way. No way at all because that's what's touching your food. Yeah. You don't touch your food with the back of your hand or whatever. Furthermore, are we talking about a $5 foot long? Okay. Are we talking about she's handling the basket for the the fried uh, shrooms and the fried pickles? Okay, I get what you're saying. If it's on the uh, platter, essentially the utensil, not not so much of a big deal. But right. if she's got the food, the ingredients in hand, folding, we'll just use the five dollar foot long folding bread and toppings right. and all that. That makes a huge difference. And like you said, gloves don't mean anything. I could be wrong. I, I can't imagine he's getting a spinach flour tortilla with hummus, tomato, cucumber, alfalfa sprouts with a little bit of, uh, you know, flaky omega three five whatever latest, you know. Seaweed concoction. No, it's those deep fried tater bites with the butter. Hell's seep to the yeah, <laughs> with a side of ranch oh, light. Yes, right, right. To make anything in a diet coke, please. Right. <laughs> uh, I delivered to restaurants and nobody in the back making food wears masks. I saw a woman sneeze directly on a package of fries. Brush the top off a few. Turn and serve them to a customer. Oh God, that is. Not seasoning salt. That's so. I mean, disgust. it is seasoning salt. That's so gross. Like, oh, we're in a rush, man. What do you want us to do? Uh, the person's texting in. Uh, it's fried food, like corn dogs. Yeah, okay, I'll give you my answer in a minute. Then I'll bet this place he's talking about is that disgusting <laughs> gas station. <laughs> yeah, he's asking for Rona if he's eating there. Just because Sci- you got a bad experience. Come on. Scientific study does fried food with ranch dripping, uh, dri- dipping sauce kill the COVID? Yes. <laughs> Suffocates Do- it. Ask Dr. Fauci. He knows. Respiratory therapist here. It carries in aerosols particles and absorbed by mucous membranes. Yes, it's in your snot. Okay. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Oh, look, here's another one from a uh, epidemiologist that's an assistant to Dr. Fauci. <laughs> People knowing the name of this restaurant is amazing, by the way. Right, calling it out. I took my bulldog over the road. He helped detour the hookers. I feel like a bulldog would attract them. And are we talking about the hookers or the, the dog? <laughs> Lot lizards aren't typically known for being smoke shows. <laughs> Yeah, listener email from this guy, and he gets this place. The food's cheap, and uh, he wants to know what should he do. Sam? Man, just find another place. That, that sounds like something you worry about, and so I think that you should just 
eliminate that. There's got to be somewhere else that's easy to park that has like relatively cheap food and or pack your own lunch. <laughs> you know for sure no one's snotting in your own sandwich and that you're good. So, um, yeah, don't go there again. I just I wouldn't risk it. Gimpy. It'll be okay, man. Come on. You sounds like you like the food. If it's that big of a deal, like Sammy said, go someplace else. If the food's good enough and cheap enough, you're going to eat the little snot particles. It's okay. Uh, to me, you gave your answer. You said, I don't want to hunt down another place to eat lunch. Well, then that leaves you with two options. Enjoy the Rona. Shut your corn dog <laughs> mouth. <laughs> right? Or get all Karen. Yeah. But by the way, though, even getting all Karen, she's going to be like, Okay, and you then when you, you when you come in next whatever, uh, right? She's gonna see you park your truck because yeah. it takes a couple minutes, and she's just gonna snot up her hands to spite your ass. Be like, yeah, we're clean here, and then Rona up your sandwich. So, and then even if she doesn't do that, you're just gonna think that in your head, and it is making me like, oh, the word mucous membrane is like in my head attached to bread now. Yeah, like. You're, I don't know how you could not. Uh, oh my God! I don't know. <laughs> Goddamn gross! Oh my God, bro! You can't go back there. I don't want to put my headphones back on. You can't go back there. <laughs> Stop! That's so sick. Oh my God! Don't do it. Gimpy. Oh. Uh, are you looking for my answer again? Yeah, deal with the food, bro. <laughs> Deal with the food. It'll be okay. Because the thing is, is, no matter where you eat, there's always something shady going on. You want to believe that it's 100% pure and perfect everywhere you go, but it's not. Yeah. It's the mentalness of you yeah. knowing yeah. that it's happening yeah. right she in front of you. It right there, yeah. And is there a corn dog that's worth it? The Getting the coronavirus, just wondering, is there a, a corn dog that you could eat that you're like, no, that was such a good corn dog. I'm so glad that I ate that. Rona State sucks. Fair. State fair, yes. State fair corn dogs are the best. No, I, I get one. Not the blue box that you nope. get at the Walmart. I'm talking like actually at the fair. The yeah, foot yeah. long ones. Frozen ones yeah. aren't, don't, aren't yeah. a viable argument. I Listen, I love them. I get them every year we go to the fair. Corn dogs my favorite. I don't want the Rona for it. Right, you're saying if you, like, you're on Fear Factor and they <laughs> someone with <laughs> the Rona coughed on it, you'd be like, I quit. I'm done. I lose. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to eat that. Yeah. Um... I, I think there, there there's two options. One, you could just go find another place temporarily. Yeah, yeah, that's a good right? There was a place that we like to eat that I stopped going there because we looked it up on the Tulsa County Health Department website and I saw some of their violations. <laughs> and I stopped going there for a while. And then one day people were like, you want to go there and eat? I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And we went, and all I could think about the whole time was that. And then I stopped going there for a while. And then I went back, right? Like, you just, you yeah. got to feel it out. Yeah. And maybe just go for today. Uh-huh. Like, am I okay today? That's a good idea. You get up to the door, because you're usually big glass windows. You can see behind the counter, see who's working. Yeah. If you see that old snot hands okay. is back there, then turn around. That's an option, and too. go someplace else. Yeah. Yeah. You could just, as you're heading that way, going, do I want to deal with that today? The What that brings me? Yeah. The, uh, uh, in your car do the want, rest of the day? Do I want the... <laughs> 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 Number four. <laughs> 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 or do you just want to take your chance somewhere else? Because the thing about 
like looking up all the restaurants I frequent, they all had an infraction. Mm-hmm. They've all had something against them. But you look at it and go, nah, not a big deal that the ice scoop's kept on top of the freezer. <laughs> right. Or it is. I don't know. The other option is contact that county's health department and let them deal with it. Then you don't have to worry about it being on you. But what if they shut it down? Then you're SOL. And then you you won't have a place to park your truck. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. I've told you this. I watched a savage that we work with put their hand in the ice machine here at work and just, like, get all up in yeah. there and shove it into their cup. And then after that, I'm like, I can no longer have the ice in this building because... It's for sure tainted. Yeah, because now so you've seen it happen. I've watched, Forget the yeah. other times, this whole time yes, they've been doing it. The two years before that, I'd never watched it happen. And then I was like, oh, probably hasn't done that in a while. That person was just stressed and like did that quick hurry. Yeah. And then tried ice water and was like, this tastes like hands. <laughs> I can't not taste <laughs> Right, the even though it tastes water. exactly the same. No, yeah. but in your head, it tastes like hands. And because you've watched that happen or it's happened to you once, you can't get that out of your head. So just... Eliminate that. Bring your own water. It's like people that use ice scoops, and then they just throw the ice scoop in there. Mm-hmm. I'm like, That's, that you might as well just be using your hand at that point because it's all over the handle, and now the handle's in the ice. Oh, and it's warm from your hand, so now it's now the sick. ice is breaking down. Good God, sick! Refreeze. Refreezing yeah. the germs of mm. when. It, oh, I oh. washed yesterday. It's fine. <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> what about today? I've only picked my nose twice. <laughs> Oh, then it's okay. Then. And yeah, yeah, my yeah. nails are long, so it's not like the crusties are getting underneath the nails. Oh, God. <laughs> so gross. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I think about that all the time. That kind of stuff, if I don't control it, I, it will destroy my brain. Oh, yeah. Eat you alive. Yeah. yeah I will think about it constantly. Wake up, you're just laying in bed. Your wife's like, is everything okay? What's wrong, honey? I seen some things today. Oh, yeah. No, I don't share those things with my wife. You would not believe. Yeah. Yeah, because then your own mouth feels dirty. Why would my... Because, like, after I... Then, I even if that didn't happen and the new eyes refreezed and all that stuff, like, I still, one, genuinely felt like it tasted like hands, and two, like, I just felt like... Whatever that person had picked up, put in their mouth, their mm-hmm. pen, all the things. Like, I ran through their day in my head to see, like, oh, yeah. what could have possibly been on their hands that's now all over the ice that oh, I put in my mouth. Oh, and so then God. my mouth feels dirty. Like, yeah. it just feels like I've swallowed yuck. Oh, my God. So weird that, have ice that you use that line and that saliva grosses you out. <laughs> But <laughs> don't but. finish that sentence. I'm just saying. However, however, <laughs> yeah, and it's weird. You would go all day, like you would let that toxic quote unquote event happen, and you would go all day until you put your head on the pillow to clean out your dirty mouth. No, like I just feel like it. Oh, I know. I'm this. this I just feel like it. Like festered and you can by the way i just want to say sidebar you can tolerate somebody's yuck that you love because like i can't yes you love them like i i no no no, you no. spitting in my mouth i would not be okay with anybody <laughs> have done it check any, got the picture any, right over here <laughs> no, <laughs> and that was listerine i'm saying like straight 
straight spit of anybody that's not my boyfriend into my mouth, I would be disgusted by. But yeah. I'll kiss my boyfriend no problem. I'll make out with him. But it because it's like him. I'm fine with that. Yeah. I trust his mouth. It's like a double bonus when you get a little bit of what they were eating. Oh, yeah. Um, and it's still got some substance where you can bite it down and break it down with your teeth. Is that uh, ham? That's no, so it's corn. Is that a whole grain bun? <laughs> God damn Take a break sick. and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show is coming right back. The Big Man Morning Show. Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5. KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Normally, we would do another listener email at this time, but I have something else I wanted to bring up. And I'm choosing to do it here because this will be about 10 minutes, and I don't want to spend a bunch of time on this. I want to talk about it, and then I want it to be over. I don't want to go back to it. No, we're going back. We've mentioned this before, but there's an Instagram page uh, I follow, and they were doing a giveaway for a soft menstrual cup. And as opposed to a hard one, no, like it's for a, a, a store and they, so I, we've talked about menstrual cups before mm-hmm. a la the drip pan of menstruation, but I, I guess I didn't know how I thought it was kind of like a one-off. Like you had to go to like a specialty store to get it like an organics or whatever. So it sent me down a rabbit hole because I wanted I'm I'm a stupid curious human being and so I wanted to read like how it works and do oh doctors think about it and all that. Uh, you guys, uh, I this just clicked. I'm sorry because you guys are men and YouTube knows who you are, so you have never seen the horrific commercial that like they throw at me for there's. Oh my okay, God. let's do this. Pause. Huh. What happened is she had part of a conversation, (laughs) and then she brought us on board with the conversation, but she was already halfway to the destination. So, reset. (laughs) There is this horrific commercial because I'm a female or, you know, you just say you see a commercial. Let's just say you see a commercial. Then we'll circle back to that. Let's get to the meat of the Uh, commercial. Let's get to the juice. Let's get. uh, Mm -hmm. Tell me about the commercial. It's uh, for. Flex, I think is the name of it. And it's, um, they go into graphic detail about periods, having sex, and all these wonderful things that the Flex Cup will do for you. And they have animations. And if you skip it, because you have to watch 15 seconds of it, then they just, the next time, if you're watching like a longer video or whatever, they'll show you the next 15 seconds. So I think it's like a three-minute long commercial, and I've seen uh, probably about a minute and a half of this thing. And it shows you everything, and it's so effing disgusting that there's been times that like I'll be showing my boyfriend a video, and I'm like, we're not going to watch this because I don't even want you to see how disgusting it is. And so uh, I didn't realize that you don't get that commercial all the time or that Gimpy doesn't, that it's only me that they either like have figured me out or they just always think I'm a bitch and that I'm always on my period or I don't know what. I don't know why. I don't know why they Somehow choose. you Googled some sort of menstruation thing and they gave you your answer based off that. Maybe. I don't know. But it's really gross and there is a video where you can watch all of those specific things that I think you want to know the answer to, but you don't really want to know. Genuinely, I don't think you really want to know because it's quite horrific. 
I sent the link for the uh, Flex Cup commercial, Corbin. If you want to watch it during I, break or whatever. No, I've got more to mean, talk about yeah, when yeah, you guys yeah, are ready. Yeah, yeah. Have at it. I'm, I'm interested. I, as I said, I was cup. curious, and so I looked all this up. The one that this one is, uh, it's called Salt is the company, and uh, it's a little, it says it's a soft menstrual cup size regular. I'm not sure why that's an important, <laughs> I didn't, and nonetheless, yeah. And so I read like how it works and you fold it when you think you're soon going to start your cycle and you have it there and then it's got a little um, silicone um, pull tab okay. to, you know, when you're done. And all I can think about is if you've, uh, okay, so you guys see me get my bowl of cereal every morning. Every morning. And I go and I like a lot of milk in mine mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. carry it. I have to be super careful because I'm worried I'm going to spill milk. Yeah. Yeah, I can imagine. So I can it's think it's the same like thing. It, it so it's kind of weird to me. This okay. So what I've said so far is not why I wanted to bring it up. Uh huh. Why I wanted to bring it up was that during my reading is that it isn't recommended by doctors. Oh, that particular device is yes. not okay because and this is this is the this is the the big moment because it can cause prolapse in women. And all I could think about was how, yeah, hold on. Don't hijack me again. I'm not. So, uh, all I could think about was how unlucky women are. Mm-hmm. Like, guess what men never worry about? Mm-hmm. Prolapse. Uh, prolapse. <laughs> we never, and, and for those that don't know, it's your innards, fall your out. innards fall out of your yeah. vagina. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. By the way, not exaggerating <laughs> for those that are ignorant to that, because I was until 48 hours ago. Well, now let's okay. Just because I have not watched the whole commercial, maybe they're like side effects are like you know when they list off side effects yeah. for any prescription, they've got like yeah. a whole thing. But there, the the thing that I've seen, they're like, oh, it helps with cramps. You uh. know, <laughs> it helps with cramps. It helps with like all this. It does all this wonderful <sighs> stuff. But your side effect could be that your organs will fall out of you. Right. Well, I didn't, I mean, I didn't, it wasn't on the video or anything that I saw, uh, because I had to dig pretty deep to get some real instructions on how it works. Their site kind of didn't go into a lot of detail. Uh, And I only found that out because I wanted to read why you shouldn't do it, because there's always a why you shouldn't do something. Mm -hmm. And so that's how I found out about the prolapse thing. And I wanted to see, I wanted the dimensions on this thing, because I had no idea. But I, I... I want to know if there's anybody that uses this. Okay. And I want to talk to you about it because I have a ton of questions. I personally don't know anybody who's used that particular device. Are you familiar with most of the females in your circle and what their preferred the ones sanitary uh, menstrual um, uses are? The ones that I've had to deal with, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what Sam uses. I just assume that she uses the same as everybody else in the world. But the ones that I have had to deal with, I know what they use. And none of them have used a sippy cup. A sippy cup is a great description. <laughs> so, okay. All right, you ready to this? These are the dimensions of the this cup, this menstruation cup. A small <laughs> is... The size of two to three tampons. Like bundled together. I'm assuming. Oh, my. Yeah, because it's... Uh, that stupid thing I saw was like, oh, it, you think this looks too big? Your vagina's that big? Your friend's vagina's yeah. that big? Like, it says that 
that that is... Which is about two and three quarters in length. The regular is three to four. My. And is that... I'm feeling super inadequate. <laughs> I have a big vagina. Like I said, I wanted to bring it up. Wanted to talk about it. Because you guys got the bad deal. For real. Prolapse. For real. Forget that you got to go have your cervix scraped once a year. <laughs> that's that's good enough to get that argument. The fact that you plead for seven days straight. Right. Also a good <laughs> argument, Your Honor. But the concern of the possibility of prolapse <sighs> is just... And you can't just like, you know, when, when, when you got an old chair and the stuffing kind of, you know, comes out of the seams <laughs> yeah. a little bit and you just take your fingers and push it back in yeah, there. You can't, you can't do, do that, that nope. can you? It's not, not viable. So. Mm. It's not a good medical reasoning to deal. That's not the way they recommend from mm. what I understand. Mm. Yeah. Uh. Glad to be a guy. Yeah. Did, did you even know that was a possibility? No, and I did not know. I mean, like I said, I've like this commercial is the worst, and I've had to watch it, and I just kind of assumed that like we saw the same thing. So it wasn't until nope. we were having that conversation that I was like, "Oh my god, they haven't had to suffer through this." But uh, I do want to say that they're like, "Oh, this helps the environment because I guess tampons right, are very you're not bad. using cotton. Yeah, they're bad for the environment." I'm like, mm. I would get Prius before I switch. By the way, I even read like how you, because I was like, how do they clean this? Like, if you save the environment, you just, no, you have to take a pan, you boil some water and you put it in there. And I'm like, bitch, you better have a special pan. For real. Hey, I'm going to make some mac and cheese. Don't use the black pan. Or the, if you've ever made spaghetti sauce in a cheap pan, you know how it stains it. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Got a lot to think about. The text. Got a lot to think about. Uh, sizes are based on whether you've had a child or not. Okay. Uh, I thought that was supposed to snap back. It's I've, not elastic, <laughs> Sam. I, I've never had a baby, but I feel like... I feel like... You ever had a pair of underwear that it just doesn't go back to the same size? You've yeah. gained some weight, you've lost some weight, you gained some weight. Yeah, it just doesn't fit the same. Yeah, but I I genuinely thought that was not the same for your hoo-ha. Somebody texting in, love my diva cup. Healthier option, no chemicals, except for the chemicals to make it. Mm-hmm. And then if you're boiling it, which, ew, if you're boiling it, then I feel like, then wouldn't that make the chemicals or make your cup more porous no silicone no silicone is you can boil it and sanitize it yeah yeah because it's just rubber so you do with like nipples for baby bottles and stuff see again i haven't had a baby i don't know these things somebody i was looking at mattresses this weekend right and one of the reviews was somebody mad that it wasn't made in america and I was like, you're typing this on a phone made in China. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's kind of the same thing when you're like, no, healthier option, no chemicals. Except the packaging mm-hmm. that's made with chemicals. 
Yeah. And it's not like there's a, you know, there are rubber trees, but they don't have menstrual cup trees where they just grow and boom, there you go. Uh, I have a feeling the women that use these cups are like vegans. They won't shut up about it. (laughs) I died of CrossFit. Good for you. I frisbee golf. The Oklahoma Secondary School Activities Association is expected to announce today that every football team can make the 2020 postseason after the associate director, Mike Whaley, sent an email yesterday to coaches and athletic directors saying the move is due to the increasing number of canceled district games because of COVID-19. In that email, Whaley said the OSSA, O-S-S-A-A, plans to post a document on its website um, sometime today detailing the playoff format changes. A private meeting with coaches and administrators is set for 10 a.m. A session with reporters is expected to follow. I don't know how they're logistically going to do this. Because why, we were talking about this morning, why would a team, let's just say that's doing really well, like Bixby, mm-hmm. play, you know, Bob's middle heart who are one and nine or whatever. And they would get, you know, yeah, there's a chance they might beat them, but let's say Bixby trounces them 80 to nothing. Mm -hmm. You're jeopardizing the team. Like why would a coach whose team is doing better jeopardize the players that could get injured and not play in the next, it just seems not well thought out. No, man. So I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's some details here that, that will be cleared up when they have this, email the call or whatever it is that they put out to decide this. So are they worried that they're going to get COVID or they're worried just about injuries? No, 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 because teams couldn't play as many games Mm -hmm. because of COVID. They're allowing all these teams to be eligible for the playoffs. Got you. Okay, got you. And if you're a coach whose team's like 0-9, let's just say. (laughs) We made it, boys. Let's give them hell, boys. (laughs) Huh? No. It's upset. That'll be the highlight of their career, It feels a little bit participation medal-ish. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, NASCAR officials are reinstating Kyle Larson. Larson had been indefinitely suspended from the circuit in April after using a racial slur in what he thought was a private message to his spotter. The transmission was instead broadcast to those watching the race on public live streams. Larson took accountability for his action, apologized, and agreed to further sensitivity training. While Larson is eligible to return to NASCAR, the NASCAR circuit as of January 1st, the 28th eight-year-old will need to find a team with a vacancy as he was paired by Chip Ganassi uh, racing shortly after being suspended. Your timeout's over. Right? Well, he was in timeout. Now it's over. Um, you can go play now. Like, oh, I just didn't have enough sensitivity training. I didn't know I wasn't supposed to say that. Mm, yes, you did. That's Paul Swell Sports. I'm Seaman Sam on 97.5. Came up. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. We do this thing called To Tell the Truth on Tuesdays, your chance to get to know the show. Time to tell the truth. This is your opportunity to ask anything you want. Just remember, keep it clean. No bodily fluids, nothing sexual, and don't forget, we can and will pass on a question. Let's open up the phone lines. Here's Corbin and the gang with all the truth you're going to need. 918-460-KMOD. I'm going to start. Sam, what's the sexiest Halloween costume you've ever had? Oh, probably the 
probably the one that I got from Patricia's last year because it was just like a black cat suit. And the sluttiest one I've ever had was a um, slutty race car driver. And what it- makes one? Okay, I. <laughs> Me? Are you the- you two? Yeah. Are I'm you like, confused too? Yeah, yeah. How's uh, how how do you make a race car driver slutty? No, like I'm or- trying to figure out how one is s- how is sexy and slutty different ah. when it comes to Halloween costumes. Well, because like the sexy one, it was super tight. It showed a little bit of cleavage. And it just felt like a very, it just felt sexy. The other one. That's I the f- cat one. Yes. Okay. The other one, I felt sexy at the time, but looking back, it was just slutty because it was just like, it didn't even zip up all the way. It only zip, zipped up to like the very bottom of your rib cage. And it just had um, a yellow bra kind of thing, almost a bathing suit top mm. underneath. And then it was just super short shorts and also skin tight. And at the time, I was like, oh, this is so sexy. Like, my dad used to pick out my Halloween costume, so I went as... <coughs> what? Yeah. I uh, went as... Until what age? Until mm, probably, like, a sophomore in high school, and then I stopped dressing up, because I okay. went as a pizza pizza one year, as yeah. Steve Irwin. Yeah. Like, total... And he thought he did a good job. Oh, my God. You as a Steve Irwin is solid. <laughs> was, do you have pictures of these somewhere? I'm sure somewhere I do. I know the piece of pizza I do because I've untagged it on Facebook a hundred times. Um, and and the, <laughs> the Steve Irwin one was like um, a khaki top, khaki bottoms, and like a fake snake like to wrap around your neck. Yeah. And my dad was like, isn't this awesome? And I was like... Mm, like he was so excited about the ones that he got me, and your dad was trolling you. <laughs> now, okay, now I know yes, but at the time he genuinely seemed excited, like he did a good job picking out a piece of pizza Halloween costume, and so I think he was just trying to keep me out of slutty things. So then when I was in college and I could buy my own stuff, I just went to super slut because I had missed out on. All that sluttiness in high school, I guess. What age is it okay to dress as a slut during Halloween? Um, I mean, I just, I think that, like, when you're of age, when you're 18. What does that mean? Like, when you're, when you're, because I wanted to wear all those slutty things that my friends were wearing and, like, their cool moms let them wear and would buy for them. And I... Like, was jealous that I my dad wouldn't buy me those slut things. But now that I'm a grown-up, I'm like, thank God he didn't. Because that would be weird to be like, yeah, go be a slutty race car driver and enjoy your Halloween. That would be, I wouldn't let my daughter do that either. So as a grown-up, I know that the right answer is when it's out of my control and I can't do anything about it. You can't dress like a whore in my house. So <laughs> then I'll move out and then just go, you know, to the completely other extreme and have zero class and just be super slutty and in arizona it's very cold in october it's very cold i mean it's tucson cold so it gets like 50 40 and i was freezing my ass off the whole night because that was cold for me and but i didn't care i was like uh i've got high heels on and i'm a race car driver because race car drivers dress like that yep well, I've seen Danica Patrick at her press conferences. Sure, her sure. Booty shorts and high heels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Gimby question's a little bit different. Okay. I what hope so. is the um, Halloween costume you're most proud of? Most proud of. Okay. So back when I was in the fourth grade, Miss Bailey's class was living in California. And of course, growing up, we didn't have a lot of money. We didn't go out and buy costumes. 
So you'd see all these kids in their plastic, you know, uh, face mask and all this other stuff. No, 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 no. My folks turned me into a robot using some bubble wrap, some aluminum foil, and some boxes we had left over from moving. And uh, cut the arms out, little armholes, wrap my legs, and... Uh, bubble wrap for whatever reason, you know, and uh, I had, I guess, like a colander for a helmet, right? <laughs> Total ghetto. Yeah. But I loved it. I was very proud of it. Of all, out of all the costumes I wore as a kid, that's the one that stuck out. I mean, I dressed as a hobo a lot, you sure. know, you wear your, your dad's old clothes, dirty t-shirt or what the hell ever, stuff a pillow. I did that a lot, but the one that I'm most proud of and sticks out the most is that dang old robot. We went to recess. And all the kids, they seen the bubble wrap around my legs. So I get flocked by these kids. And they're all on my legs, popping the bubble wrap. And I couldn't do anything. I was boxed in. I was boxed in. The teacher had to come and shoo them off. Get out of here. As an adult, though. As an adult, I really didn't have any. The Department of Erections would be the best one because that's the only costume I've ever had. It's just a shirt, right? No, it's an orange jumpsuit and comes with a plastic wiener. That I did cut the hole out of the crotch area so the plastic wiener would go through instead of just, you know, looking like I'm pitching a tent or whatnot. Because what's worse? (laughs) Right, right, right. But that's the only one as an adult that I've ever... Porn. Yeah. I'm never dressed up as anything else as an adult. As a kid, uh, California Raisin. Oh, yeah. With trash bags, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, giant hands. Yeah. And then as an adult, dressing up as a preacher, had a little, like a cabbage mm-hmm. patch doll sewn to the yeah. inappropriate area. And then a book that resembled the Bible, but it was cut out for a bottle of liquor. Yeah. It's just like the real thing. <laughs> sure. Sure. Uh, to tell the truth, 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Now that Carol Baskin has come out and said she's bisexual, how much money would it take to invite her into your relationship? Oof. Sam. <laughs> I, I literally, I, it would take $300 million. That's how much it would take. I okay. find her revolting. I think she's such a bitch and a bad person, and I can't imagine having to share Jeff with anybody, let alone that bitch. Gimpy. Oh, he's on the phone. Sorry. Uh, no, it's all good. Uh, for Carol Baskin to be involved in our relationship, so is this like a thruple thing? Yeah, or she's is come this... out as bisexual. Mm-hmm. So are we just, you know, having a one-night stand sort of thing? One-night stand? That's Okay, come that's on. different. Yeah, this is to be involved in your relationship. To be involved in, in, in the relationship. Her into invite relation. her into your relationship. Yeah. A one-night stand is inviting somebody into your relationship. Yeah, that's the way I see it, you know. No, we're mm, not. I thought it was like a thruple thing. Yeah, I, I don't see it as a thruple thing. I think it's a it's a one-night stand or maybe even a two-night stand sort of thing. Whatever, come on, let's have a three-way with Carol Baskin and do it free of charge. Come on. What? Yeah, why not? For free? Why not? I mean, she's got some little stardom to her. I want to see what kind of crazy she it actually is and furthermore susan does she smell like cats you're gonna end Blech. up on a leash <laughs> um <laughs> again <laughs> i'm assuming she's telling the truth because i don't think she is i think she's just trying to stay topical ah. um i'm gonna go a hundred million only because i you're paying me to get sick <laughs> she's gross 
And seeing her and my wife sounds gross. <laughs> and seeing my wife having to see me and her sounds gross. Which is so funny because it's like, oh, would you like to watch your wife kiss another woman? Like, you immediately think of some hot woman that you have a crush on. You don't think about You Carol don't Bass. think about effing Carol Baskin. <laughs> you can almost feel it. So... <laughs> Have you ever participated in mischief night or been victim to it? What is mischief night? The way I understood that is like as a kid, maybe you went toilet papered houses or threw eggs at a building or somebody or something like that. That's what I would consider a mischief night. Yeah, I did that. Um, Wait, what night is it? I don't know when it is. Halloween. I think they, they mean, yeah, Halloween. Huh, okay. Okay. I mean, Mischief Night could be any night if you want, but I think most particularly it's on, on Halloween. Um, I have ached somebody's, someone's house, and it was not on Halloween, and it was a big thing that got me in trouble for a super long time, and that only happened that once, and I got in so much trouble, I didn't do that again. Okay. I didn't do that one thing again. This is apparently, as this title, it's only known in certain places with this title. And it's got Devil's Night is another way it's known in some places. Okay. And it runs through the 29th through the 31st. Well, that's hardly a night. Well, it's a weekend. Y- yeah, depending. Yeah. Was uh, it my turn? Oh, no, I, I okay. have. I have. Yeah, I've toilet papered houses before and... Egged houses and shaving cream. During the 29th through the 31st. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On Halloween. Well, no, that time frame, mine was particularly on Halloween night. But yeah, for sure, man. What's the shaving cream thing you did? You just take a bunch of shaving cream, put it in your hand, and then you got these little bastard kids coming up with their candy. Ah, hey, trick or treat. And you put it in the, you rub it on their face or you know, on their hair. Assaulted or children. Essentially, yes. But if you're a kid, it's okay. It's not, we didn't do it as an adult. I was a teenager at the time. That's a still assault. Yeah, sure it is. Just listen, Corbin, it was a different time. <laughs> sure. This was, this was 1994. It was different <laughs> times back then. Uh, I mean, I... Wait, pause. Did you have that done to you? No. Okay. No. No, I think she was trying to deduce, like, how like, you got to there. Oh, like, yeah. a, oh, oh, so I was scarred, so I had to do yeah, it to somebody yeah. else? Like, no. Or, no. like, where it you would have seen that. happened to me as a freshman, that. so right. I got to do it when I'm a senior type of thing. Yeah, no, it was just me and a couple of buddies got together, and uh, we got some shaving creams, toilet paper, and went and terrorized Newkirk. It was awesome. Uh, I mean, I've egged houses and toilet papered houses, but never during that time, because I kind of feel like it's New Year's Eve. In mm. regards to its amateur night, people's guards are up. Makes sense. What have you. That's when they expect it. Yeah, so it kind of made no sense. What does the fork thing do? I don't understand what the the forking somebody's yard does. I feel like I remember the reason you would take forks and you would buy a bunch of plastic forks and put them in the yard is they would break off. You wouldn't be able to get them out, and then the, they'd have to mow over them, and like it created like a thing. Bleaching yard was another one. Bleaching someone's yeah, yard? Yeah, because you could write with the bleach and it would, oh. it would burn the yard into whatever you were trying to say. Uh, laundry soap. That was another one I remember yeah. doing. Yeah. I, what would yeah. that do? Uh, it's kind of the same, same thing. thing. It yeah. would just burn it? Yeah. Uh, Mary Bang Kill, Lizzie Hale, Taylor Momsen, and Maria Brink. Finally a decent one. 
I am gonna marry Lizzie Hale because she is just like a sweetheart, nice, good buddy, someone I want to hang out with for the rest of my life. I'm for sure banging Maria Brink because I think she's incredibly sexy. So that means Taylor's gotta die. Sorry. Gimpy. Yeah, Taylor Momsen, gonna kill her. She seems a little whiny sometimes, most of the time, all the time. So that leaves me to bang Lizzie Hale, and I'm gonna marry Maria Brink. I've had a crush on her since she first came around, and I keep that broad right next to me at all times. I mean, am I dressed, am I like in costume? Like they're gonna be wearing their outfit? Cause then it's Maria Brink all day. She's always got something weird. Yeah, she's always dressed, you know, super slutty sexy. Because now I'm not sure what's your word to use. <laughs> right. Thanks, Sam. Um, and then I'm, so I'm banging Maria Brink. I'm getting some of that Grinch money. So I'm marrying that. And then uh, I'm killing Lizzie Hale. Oh, she's oh, nice. She's They're all, I mean, whatever. They're all fine. <laughs> I'm trying to, uh, listen, I ain't trying to get nice. Right? <laughs> Mary Bang Kill. Yeah, it's Mary Bang Kill. Uh, all right. Uh, what is your favorite candy of Halloween? We are not doing that. <laughs> it's a favorite candy of Halloween. <laughs> Crazy. Oh, like a trickle stick. Uh, there was one Nobody just... does. <laughs> oh, I like this, though. What is your least favorite thing about Halloween? Oh, that's fun. Uh, I... I think mine is that Everybody releases like scary content at this time. So I just feel more scared because I feel like I have to watch like the new season of Unsolved Mysteries or, you know, the haunting of whatever. And it just gets me scared and having like nightmares. Like last night, me and Jeff watched the new Unsolved Mystery episode of um, the Tsunami Ghosts. That you know the tsunami that happened in Japan. About the show on Netflix, mm-hmm. the uns- oh yeah. the one that's been out. It's been out for a while. No, there's a new season out. What? Yeah, there's a new season out. Mm-hmm. I think it came out really? like two or three days ago. I'm not sure. All right. And so there's like I think six new episodes. I don't know. So we watched um, two of them, and one of them was the ghosts of the tsunami that happened in 2011 in Japan, and I had nightmares about it last night and I was very scared driving in the dark this morning because there's a scene in that episode where they look in the back seat and there's a ghost in the back seat and so I kept being like afraid to look in my rearview mirror this morning and so probably just and last week or the week before that whatever when you watch the blind manor and there's a very scary scene that messed with me for a couple days so probably just that just all the scary content that I like spaced out over a year would be fine, but it just gets me. Scared. You have that option. Uh, yeah, but you could have not watched Unsolved Mysteries. That is a true statement. You could no. have not watched Blind Matter. Typically, new shows you don't watch for years anyway. <laughs> well, maybe I'm turning a new leaf. Uh, uh Gimpy. Uh, walking the ungodly amount of walking or trick or treating, up and down. Street. How long has it been since you've done that? Luckily, it's been a couple of years, but so I have been, I have been great, you know, uh, uh, thankful that I haven't had to deal with that. My kids have all grown up or whatever, but when I did have to deal with Halloween, that was it. Just all that walking. I can't stand it, man. Are you going to have to do it this year? No, hell no. 
You're oh, not gonna go trick or treating oh, with with your we're girls' going kids? Going to the goddamn aquarium, man. I'll sit on a bench and watch a shark while they go and do their thing. <laughs> um, I would say trick or treaters. The ones that come by in the house. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really. It's the worst part because now there's no rules, right? Mm-hmm. The light being on doesn't mean anything. No, that doesn't. Right? Uh, most of them are too old. Are you gonna hand out candy? We're do- going trick or treating, and then if we get back, then maybe. Mm. But uh, like I said, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I have to buy the candy, so I don't know. <laughs> Since it's on a Saturday, I think we're having some people over that with their kids, and then we're all going together. That'll be fun. And then we'll hand out. We're gonna put. I think we're gonna do like a a big barrel in our driveway mm-hmm. and make fire, do a fire pit and stuff, and then maybe the dads will hang back, drink some beer, and hand out candy. I don't know. Very suburbia. There's no kids in my neighborhood to worry about. There's really not. There's no one that ever comes to our the, door. I don't, why'd you do it in the man voice? Because it seems like, I don't know. I don't know. Why, actually, I don't know why I did that. But there's really not. There's never any kids in our neighborhood, so I don't ever get bothered. Uh, What's your least favorite Halloween movie or show? Least favorite Halloween movie or show. Oh, that's easy. I don't know. I can't really think of one. Gimpy. Nightmare Before Christmas. Can't stand it. Um, I don't know if I have one that I can't stand. Least favorite. So it's got to be uh, Charlie Brown Pumpkin Patch. That's a great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought that was about Thanksgiving. Yeah, why'd you think that? Because. Uh, was it the ghost? The I've, kid dressed I've up as a literally witch never seen it. I've only just heard the title. That's why. And I just thought it was a Thanksgiving thing. I did not know it was a Halloween one. Yeah. It's always so on it's one. always on at Halloween. I mean, I've never <laughs> I've never paid attention because I don't really care that much about Charlie Brown. Sorry. Uh Mary Bang Kill. This will be the last one. Scarlett Johansson, Jennifer Aniston, or Halle Berry. This is home run easy. I'm going to um Oh, I'm going to marry Halle Berry because she's incredibly rich. I'm going to bang Scarlett Johansson because she's super hot. And I'm going to kill Jennifer Aniston. Sorry. Gimpy. I am going to um, marry ScarJo. I'm going to bang Jennifer Aniston because she's never in a relationship that long. Makes me think that there's something wrong. Okay. I'm a little crazy. Maybe she smells funny. Who knows? Um, and then Halle Berry, you got to go. Sorry, you're the oldest. Time for you to leave. How old is Halle Berry? That's a good question. I want to say she's about 52. I think it's the same age as Jennifer Aniston. Don't tell me that. Yeah. I'm killing that. Jennifer Aniston. Um, I'm banging Halle Berry because of Monster Ball, that sex scene. Mm-hmm. And then I'm marrying Scarlett Johansson. But she's in poly- into polygamy, so I don't know. Oh, right. She is. Or was. Mm-hmm. Uh, by her own self-admission. Yeah, yeah. At some point. Yeah. Hallie well, is 54 and Jennifer is 51. Okay. Yeah. So, so just still bare. old-timer. Just barely. Yeah. Out of here. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got to take a break and we'll be back. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. 
You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's do some cleanup stuff here. Um, do you guys see the story about this apparently very famous reporter? And he was doing a Zoom call. And the call ended, or he thought it did, and he decided he was just going to start masturbating. Oh! <laughs> I see that. <laughs> Come on, man. They were particip- participating in an election simulation via Zoom. He was participating as well, but waiting in the background. He thought he was muted on audio and video. <laughs> and the people who saw what happened, but he apparently they apparently... Talked to some reporters, and they said they saw him pleasuring himself. He apparently left the call, but called back moments later and didn't seem to be aware that anyone had seen what they did. <laughs> Everybody seen They're all they just did. horrified. He said, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake, believing I was off camera. Oh, I apologize to my wife, family, friends, and coworkers. <laughs> Spokesperson for the magazine he worked for said he's been suspended while they investigate the matter. Uh, some other places he's done stuff for as a commentator, they said that he was asked for he's asked for some time off while he deals with personal issues. Looks like he's worked them all out. Yeah, right. I like to make a hands relief. Listen, you're in the privacy of your home. You need a few moments to yourself. I got it. But you were aware you were on a call. Right. You were aware. Yes. So muted or video or otherwise, to me, is a really great defense Mm-mm. on why it was a, like what your where your head was at. Well, I read that it was like, oh, I, th- I thought it was muted. I'm like, that's okay for sound, but what about the visuals that everybody no, got here? No, it's not it okay does. for sound or video <laughs> to be off because you're still on a meeting right. yanking it. <laughs> yes. And like d- you being like, oh, I didn't know. Well, why would you do that in view of your camera during working hours? Yeah. Well, you're even if you're muted and you're hearing everybody else talk. So, what, are you masturbating to the meeting? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it doesn't matter if it's videos on or off. Mm-hmm. You knew the video. You knew that you were on a call. You knew you were in a meeting. Oh man. Yeah. My, my wife fired. was working from home. She worked from home yesterday, and I. I'm seeing her take all these meetings. She's well aware she's in these meetings. She says, join meeting. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know there was a whole group of people that like to, you know, have an objection during the meeting. I think maybe it's one of those, um, oh, I won't get caught, but maybe I will get caught. I hope to get caught sort of things. Oh, God, that's so much. People are pervs. They're all disgusting. Every last one of them. Jada Pinkett Smith has learned her dad assaulted her mom. Can you imagine? Like, let's let's use Sam as an example. Like, you found out some crazy news about your dad now that he was gone. Like, yeah, huh? The man that you probably thought was your hero or whatever, and this mm-hmm. great person. I don't know. I'm not familiar with her relationship with her dad. And then you hear that, you're like, what? Right. It's one thing to grow up and see it, but to find out. 30, 40 years later down the road. Yeah, yeah and if you're the mom you. or whoever keeping that secret because you want your daughter to hold her, da- or hold her dad in this high regard, like that would be devastating to learn that I've been lied to 
and that uh, for the mom to have the daughter know that secret. Right. For both. I think when, when somebody that you care about dies, you usually find out something that isn't the best news mm-hmm. about them. Yeah. I don't think that makes them short of like running a child sex ring or something. <laughs> Maybe assault. Is assault something you learn about somebody you didn't know? Like, hey, your dad assaulted me for 10 years or something. Yes, that's horrible. That would be yeah, horrific. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you're going to need some therapy after that. Yeah, that would be horrific. Uh, apparently she, she asked this woman... Adrian Banfield Norris if she'd ever had a sexual experience that wasn't consensual and it was no secret that her and Rob So Pinkett Jr. had a violent relationship. She said before that he was abusive while dealing with his addiction. She got pregnant in high school and they got married then divorced several months later. He died in 2010. So it's part of her red table talk. Mm. That's got to be the most gossipy podcast out there right now. Totally. Which is available on the iHeartRadio app. Downloaded from your <laughs> service provider. Uh, Jeff Bridges has said he has lymphoma. That sucks. Gimby, I want you to look this up. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to look up mortality rate lymphoma. Because I'm not sure. I'm under the impression that that isn't very that, that's, good. That's very... Oh. Uh, okay, so here's a five-year relative survival rate for Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, You might know him from the dude as the dude. Uh, He's saying he has started treatment and he feels fortunate not only to have that his prognosis is good, but also that he has a great team of doctors in his corner. And in a Twitter, he wrote in true dude fashion, new S has come to light. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't get, um, when I hear celebrities get cancer, I don't go, oh, like I know they're people too. Right. Yeah. I go, oh, we already drafted for the death death pool. (laughs) 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 I know that's horrible, but that's immediately what I thought when I saw that. It's like, oh, not in 2020, sir. That's the thing. (laughs) I know that's horrible, but that's literally what I thought when I saw that. Uh, I saw a thing online that said that of the act, like of actors going actor is the simplest form of art out there. Like anybody can do it. Okay. I'm sure anybody can do it, but to do it well. Right. But isn't that like saying anybody can swing a hammer? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Just because you have. Talent doesn't mean you have skill, and just because you have skill doesn't mean you have talent, of course. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, It all blends together. And I feel like anybody can color, like you just put a crayon on a piece of paper, mm-hmm. but there's like a difference between if you watch a movie with, you know, A-list actors that are phenomenal versus, you know, you watch some stupid Happy Death Day movie. I wonder sometimes when you see, like, people make statements like that, this is going to sound weird, but they're just like resentful that they don't do it, that they don't have a job like that. Like they've always liked to do it because why would you downplay mm-hmm. that? Because you're jealous of their success. Those actors success that they made it somewhere and you didn't. 
Maybe. Mm-hmm. It just seems like a weird thing to be like. Pfft. A way to undercut somebody? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anybody can act. Then do it. Then why aren't you doing it? If right. anybody can do it and it's the easiest form, then what? Are you just a lazy turd? Mm, that's a good point. Right? Are you just, you don't like easy things? <laughs> I don't like you, the biggest I don't challenge. like money. You <laughs> like to subject right. yourself to the hardest thing possible? Is that what it is? <laughs> no, you're just being a complete asshole. Pretty much. By doing that. Pretty much. Uh, let's see. Oh, have you seen the Chewbacca shoes? Yes. They are badass. What? They're badass. They're badass. Like, you want to wear them? Yeah. Is there another? Well, yeah. I'm, aren't I hip? Badass. <laughs> aren't I hip? I, I'm sorry. I would wear those to the club. Is that better? I don't know about this. <laughs> I just don't yeah, but this know. doesn't, in, that type of thing doesn't interest you at all, right? This is definitely a summertime shoe. You do not wear this in the winter months. No, you for sure wear that in the winter months. It's for sure not a summertime shoe. No, man. It's got fur on it. It's going to get matted. You're you're going to look like you have this mangy-ass dog attached to your feet. <laughs> yeah. They're pretty spec. Good God, this okay. picture of him with the pants on. Uh, these are trash. But I would own a pair in a second. Right. Uh, we were totally looking at two different shoes. What were you looking at? A Show me. A pair of $1,800 Gucci shoes. Oh, God damn. That were well, called Chewbacca not, shoes. Yeah, those, no, there's okay. Adidas has right. a Chewbacca. Mm-hmm. Those a are che- completely different. Yeah, these are, they're not far. I mean, both of them here, I'm putting it in the thing for you. Both of them have a ridiculous amount of fur on them. And these have the little strap that Chewbacca has that goes across the chest. Mm-hmm. Now, all right, I'll give you these Boba Fett shoes are pretty badass. I might could probably wear something like that. But what this Chewbacca shoe doesn't seem uh, right. What the <laughs> hell, man? You got Donald Trump's I, I love this. I love this review. <laughs> Dude, these are a pair of shoes that you go, yeah, these are ridiculous. And you go... You have confidence. <laughs> <laughs> Why do would you say that? Uh, because it takes a brave soul I, to wear something. I like swear that. to God, like if you were Gimpy, just came in with those shoes and expected us not to say anything, or if anybody walked into the room with those shoes mm-hmm. on, I would. It. I, you wear a pair of shoes like that to get attention. Oh yeah. Yes. So to yeah, nobody wears those going. Nobody's gonna say something. Just like women wear thigh high boots. Uh huh. To get attention. They don't wear them because they're the most comfortable shoes or the most uh, perfect shoe for the current climate outside. No, that okay, you're, that's correct. Men I'll wear, agree with you that. People wear fashion for mm-hmm. attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it, it was just, a neutral color with just canvas and white shoelaces, uh-huh. then yeah, you, don't, you care about fashion to just look coordinated. You don't care about that other crap that comes <laughs> along with it. I care about having shoes on my feet. That's the message I want to send with my shoes. Right. <laughs> Like, Gimpy wears socks because he likes them, but he hopes someone sees them Please with their silliness on them, right? Mm-hmm. I'm right. not knocking. I have a pair of shoes that are my attention shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are your attention shoes? My, Do you n- wear my them? Nintendo shoes. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Gimpy, do you have attention shoes that you wear? I'm wearing the same shoes. Yeah, he wears the same oh, shoes. Same style. Every day. Yeah. Right. I, he gets mad when he has oh to buy a God. new pair of shoes and he has to find a new. He wants the exact same shoe. No, I mean, this these. happened last week. I was like, hey, your shoes are on sale for Amazon Prime Day mm-hmm. for like 30 bucks, man. Like, I saw those shoes and I was like, oh, those are Gimpy shoes. Like, in my head, because you're right, that is the only shoes I've ever seen you in. Which is fine. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. If you they, find something you like, you should okay. wear that bitch shoes. out. I have a pair of Chucks, my blue Converse that I'll wear every now and again. Those would probably be my attention shoes. But you do you wear them like, I hope someone notices that I'm wearing different shoes? I don't shoes. think of it like that. I wear them when I'm, mostly when I wear like an orange shirt because it's got the orange eyelets, <laughs> it's got the orange inlining, it matches. I don't know if I've ever seen you in them. Uh, oh, I've worn them up here. I just don't pay attention to my feet, which is okay. Well, I, that may be true, mm-hmm. but they also... Maybe so passive, right? Right. You they're say not, orange. I'm like fluorescent orange, like no, your shirt. Blue, just the just uh, the eyelets the and like the and yeah. the lining on the inside yeah. is orange, and that nobody sees that. Maybe so. It the looks eyelets. pretty similar to the shoes you're wearing. Pretty much, except for except they're just they're blue. blue. Yeah, right. When those are Converse. worn black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they've been <laughs> worn <laughs> faded gray. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah but these are you for sure wearing them. Getting some freaking attention. Oh yeah. Hey! Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, all right, take a break. We'll be back. Let's More of the Big Man Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Time to find out what everybody learned. We'll start with Sam. Sam, what'd you learn today? Ted Gimpy thinks soul survivors are hot and no foot long is worth the Rona. I mean, they've shown they can get over adversity. <laughs> For real. <laughs> really? You can be like... Me cheating on you is the big problem. <laughs> you real. survived a you plane see, crash. You lived in the Amazon for 12 <laughs> days. This is hardly the hardest thing you've dealt with. Deal with it. I can't take this anymore. I think you can. <laughs> I think you're fine. Here's some coconut water. Uh, bye-bye. Will you pick? I cannot leave. Your socks are on the floor still. <laughs> and? Right. You had maggots in your gash. Right. Settle. <laughs> right. This is nothing. Deal. You don't know how hard this is. I think yeah. I do. <laughs> uh, all right, Gimpy, what'd you learn today? I've never been so happy to be a dude. That's for sure. And that, uh, yeah, no matter what life throws at you, you haven't had to pour gas on your maggots. Uh, I learned that Sam hates the slurpy noise. Now. And I also learned that um, next time you're carrying a full cup of coffee, keep in mind there are people in this world that are doing that with their menstrual cycle. Oh, God. (laughs) And then they're dumping it and then carrying it to the kitchen and having to boil it in a pot. In your spaghetti pot. In the kitchen. (laughs) Scorpion say make sure that dishwasher is loaded right. I'm Seaman Sam, and this is your mother. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Ready? Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. 
The Big Bad Morning Show would like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. Sometimes you just feel tired. Why'd you pick this, Sam? This song reminds me of Boot Camp. I just love this song. He just sounds so mean in this song. Such a grump. I love it. Need some motivation in my yeah. life. Have an Eminem yell at you. <laughs> right. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I wanted you, because I saw something today that got my attention that made me sad. This song is nearly 20 years old. Hell yeah. What? This is uh, 2002. Curtain call? Is it curtain call? Final curtain? Uh, let me see what I got here. Yes, yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's upsetting. It doesn't seem like that long ago. I, the only reason, so I'm only doing that because I saw a thing that said Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness from Some Pumpkins came out 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah. We're getting at that point to where, like, shit's making us feel old. It's 20 years ago. Shit ain't making me feel old. Shit been feeling old. <laughs> yeah. We played uh, that double album. Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness at uh, my friend's funeral. Not my my the best, whole album. The whole album. Oh she my was, goodness! She was a huge Pumpkins fan. Oh and, man! Uh, this is one of the teenagers that had died, got hit by a car. I've told that story before. Um, so with her funeral, it was very interesting. She was only sixteen years old. Huge Pumpkins fan. We played this on a loop, and as we came in and did our visitation, they had a um, they had sharpies out there. And uh, we got to write our own little message on her casket, kind of like signing a cast or whatever. But, you know, you sign the mm. casket, sign your own little message. Wow. Da-da-da-da, and then they put her in the ground, and that's how, that's how that was after that. When wow. I was in the eighth grade, we had one of our friends got hit by a car that lived in our neighborhood, and mm-hmm. he was walking to school, and it's by a busy road. He got hit by a car and died. And so I told my dad, like, oh, I want to go. I would think I was in, I was in eighth grade. And I was like, yeah, I for sure want to go. And I had no idea that I'd awake that they showed the dead body. And I freaked the at the fuck out because his face was really messed up and you could see the glue and like all the stuff. And I had no idea Good that God. they did that. And like it was their religious beliefs, I guess, mm. so that they wanted to be able to do that. But I didn't know that. I mean, it was a kid. Got hit by yeah. a car, pretty brutal, and so I was not prepared for that. And I remember calling my dad and just like bawling and like, "Can you come get me?" And like being haunted by my friend Ross for a long time because of a open casket. Yeah, there's uh, certain instances I think that it should be closed casket, and that's that. That's one of them. I think it's the family's choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess you're right. I don't know. We've um, only time I've ever had a closed casket funeral were my friends that died. Right, because they were hit by cars, and my uncle Bill, who wrecked his car, flipped it, and his half of his head got cut off. Boom! So that's why we had a close casket for him. Too graphic. 
when I was little, my brother's best friend's father died, mm-hmm. and we went to the funeral. And I remember going up there, and you could I could see his jaw was wired shut, like you could see the wire in between his lips. And I was like, it freaked me out. And after that point, I was like, my ass is staying in this spot, and I am not getting up. I don't even like getting up and hugging whoever it is mm-hmm. that I'm there to support, mm-hmm. because I'm not go like if they see me, great. But much like a wedding, yeah. there's so much going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I just, it's the. I never paid attention to the wiring or the glue or whatever. They all just seem like plastic to me. Every dead body I've seen at a funeral looks like it's yeah. just plastic, molded out of plastic. It's weird. Yeah. It still haunts me. And by the way, I didn't know that that was an option. I thought like you had to do that. Had to do open casket. So yeah, no, 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 no. you had friend, to get up. As our friend oh. Mike, as our friend Mike from Andalini said, we won all the wars, so I don't have to fucking do anything. <laughs> I, n- I, I don't guess even have to go to your funeral. That's true. I know that. <laughs> statement. But I, I did not know because we've talked about this before on air too that Gimpy's dad gave me nightmares for a while because mm-hmm. I didn't like the whole time I was like I don't want to do this I don't want to do this and then I look back and Corbin's still sitting there and I was like we can do that I just thought like you I did think that you had to so now I'll mm. never do that again I'll never do that again cuz I just don't want to see any rule like you have to or you don't have to it's just however you feel if you feel comfortable get up there and you know give your condolences or whatever if you don't then sit your ass down I don't think anybody really cares I know, to, to me, like, we'll use Gimpy's dad as mm-hmm. an example. I didn't know Gimpy's dad. I don't think I ever met Gimpy's dad. Mm-mm. So why am I getting up to go look at Gimpy's dad? That makes sense. Yeah. On Which... top of the fact that I don't want to look at a dead body. Mm-hmm. That's the end of that sentence. <laughs> like, <laughs> Doesn't matter whose dad it is. <laughs> I, my grandfather died. I didn't want to get up and go look at him. Mm-hmm. Right? But my mom asked me to go with her. Mm. So I did. But the idea, like... I'd, looking at a dead body of somebody you love is fucking brutal. Yeah, it is. So the idea that that's even a thing, like as an option, is so crazy to me. I wonder how that got started. Like, hey, y'all won't come up here? Like, it, of course, centuries ago. That's how everything started. But it's like, hey, why don't you come up here and uh, say goodbye? Or at least take one one last, I know. one final gander at Grampy before we yeah, put him away. you're going to have a last look no matter what. Mm-hmm. So now my last look of whoever is not them alive. It's them dead, which is fucking yeah. horrible. That's yeah. a horrible thing to have in your head. Yeah, for sure. I don't, oh, God. But you so, All right, okay, so ahead. this is what it says. I don't know what the fuck is if, how, I don't know how accurate this is, but hmm. viewing the deceased uh, predates all their kinds of funeral rituals. For the vast majority of human history, people died at home and their bo- body cared for uh, cared for by their own family. Glo- like in Jewish religion, somebody from the family mm-hmm. has to get the body prepared for burial. Wow. Okay. To this day. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there's certain things that have to happen right. in that, in that fa- if, you're, if you adhere to that faith. Mm-hmm. In a certain period of time, like yeah. it's a whole thing. You have to be buried in a yeah. certain place where other people aren't allowed yeah. to be buried. Like it's a thing. Okay. Like I w- when my friend died and she was Jewish, there was kind of a thing because I was there with the dead body and I'm not Jewish. Right. And it kind of caused a little riff. Oh, wow. Um, globally, it's actually significantly more unusual not to see a dead body than the other way around. The more removed a culture is from the death process, the less likely open caskets are. In Eastern Canada, it used to be common 100 plus years ago to have the body laid out in the family um, home. 
on a door that would be taken off the hinges. The body would be carried out on the door after the home viewing and then laid in a casket waiting outside. Then the casket put into a horse-drawn funeral carriage or more typically into a casket, then in the back of a horse-drawn wagon to be carted off to the graveyard. This home viewing used to be called the laying out. And that's why the parlor of a home and funeral parlor, because that's where the body would usually be. Yeah. And they used to take pictures with dead bodies, too. I, I Like, a hundred years ago here. You know? What do you mean? Like, it was custom for you to get one last picture with the deceased person. Gam, <laughs> gam, selfie. I don't, yeah, no, no, no. What like, do you with an old-timey camera. <laughs> like, and where you like, stand, I mean, they're not moving, but you have to stand still? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I didn't like, know the that that dead, was a thing. Yeah, and the dead person would always come out clear because they're not moving at all than the other two... Alive people. Like you're in the photo was, too or a yes. photo of the dead person? No, you're in the photo with the dead person. Huh. I literally just saw, like, because uh, uh, also other thing I hate about Halloween is, like, just dumb things that circle around the internet that are, like, spooky or scary. Mm-hmm. And I learned what a rat king was this weekend. Excuse me? A rat king is when a bunch of rats. Leader of all the rats? No. <laughs> it's when a bunch of rats get their their tails tangled with like lice or they're huddled together for warmth and then if you can't chew your tail off then you just die and starve to death with all these other rats and your tail is like wadded together and so i saw this mummified i'm glad that i'm a human rat king (laughs) and then i also saw a picture of a dead body but i didn't know that's that's what i was looking at until i read the thing and i was like oh god i don't want to see that i just because it's like scary and then I always think about that scary stuff in the shower for some reason I don't know why I mean if you think about it it makes a lot of sense to have a death photographer right as opposed to a wedding photographer right mm-hmm. you're gonna see the wedding people again the death person this is it like it's the last time you're seeing this and literally they're gonna be the best model ever because they're not gonna move they're literally gonna do whatever the photographer wants mm-hmm. I don't see, but you go back and you look at your wedding photos. I don't want to. I don't want to see dead people. Of course you don't. But the idea of taking a, a photo of somebody that you're going to see the rest of your life, quote unquote, mm-hmm. makes no sense. The idea of taking a photo of someone you'll never see again makes complete sense. Right. No, I. Wanna, I agree. Not seeing dead people. But we're talking about the simplicity of it. Yeah, I'm just saying that you want to. You take pictures to look back on them. Like that's the point. Is to take you back to a certain memory or time or place or whatever. And I just don't want to go back to the place when anybody has died. Like, that's, you know, a pain you try to avoid, not look at. So you would do a, okay, so this says photography was more common because you couldn't afford a portrait to be painted. Okay. It was the cheaper and quicker method uh, provided the middle class with a means of memorializing dead loved ones. Postmodern photography was common in the 19th century. When death occurred in the home and was quite an ordinary part of life, as photography was the new medium, many dogoterapes, dogoterap types or portraits, it's a special term that I'm totally mutilating, mm-hmm. uh, especially those with infants and young children, were probably the only photographs ever made of the stitter, the stitter, the sitters. The long exposure time made deceased subjects easy to photograph. The problem of long exposure times also led to the phenomenon of hidden mother photography where the mother was hidden in a frame to calm a young child and keep them still. 
Postmortem photography flourished in photography's early decades among clients who preferred to capture an image of a deceased loved one rather than have no photograph at all. All right. Oh, God. Yeah, that's hard. The idea of like, hey, I'm going to need a photographer for my... <laughs> I got a picture of my mom in a casket and my dad in a casket. I should mash those together as like their last, you know... Do you go back and look at them? I, I actually just did because I can throw it up on the TV and I was going to uh, I'm good. mess with you, but I don't have it in this phone. It's on a different phone. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling my wife, I was like, you know what's crazy mm. is that when you get older and like, oh, here's the photo the photo albums from when, you know, mom and dad raised us or whatever. Yeah. There's not going to be any of that now. No. no I'm not it's, like, it's on a phone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. On a memory card, on an external hard drive, on a phone, yeah. whatever. You don't have the the luxury quote unquote of flipping those pages. Like well you can order to. them now. Like if you wanted yeah. to get all your pictures on Facebook printed, there's like Absolutely. services you can pay thirty bucks for. Yeah, yeah. It's way more than thirty bucks. Oh, uh, I don't know, because I I was almost a psycho and got one for Jeff almost? for our last our last anniversary of yes, just but- like all the pictures we've taken together and it was only like thirty bucks for I think it was like a hundred pages. Oh like it wasn't crazy. Dude, it's to get a photo made is like fifteen cents. Mm-hmm. But to do every photo when you got like fifteen hundred? Oh yeah. Yeah. What's that? Um. Oh, that Shark Tank thing. Shatterbox. Shutterfly. Shutterfly. There you go. Yeah. They'll do a book of it for super cheap. What's super cheap? Like, I think under twenty bucks. Oh, uh, we. My, so, finishing my story mm-hmm. is that my wife was like, "Yeah, that's why I'm trying to do photo albums every year mm-hmm. for the girls," and I think those are like thirty bucks. Really? One, yeah. And I would just believe you because I haven't done that. I could be wrong, but I remember I'm, I'm always like, God damn, this is expensive. Yeah, because I wanted to get that for Jeff, and I was like, he's never going to go take this off the bookshelf to be like, oh, let me go see us from five years ago. Like, Right, when I can just go online and look at yeah, it. Yeah, you just flip through your Instagram, Facebook, whatever, and like go look if you want to. So I thought that was stupid. My wife did it for a wedding. Mm-hmm. She did it for when Petey died. Mm-hmm. She made a book for Petey. Uh-uh. She's done it for our kids for every year. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah that is sweet. Yeah. Uh, I knew she was doing it, but I didn't know that's why she was doing it. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we change the subject? Yeah. I found this online. You're going to love this. It's uh, from TikTok. I love it already. Fuck you, Tinder. I'm sick of your fucking bullshit. Thank you for fucking banning me. TikTok, what's up? This is now my uh, dating app. You think I'm cute? You like fat bitches? You're above 18? Hit me up. Doesn't matter what gender. We can work with whatever. It will go in my mouth either way. So, couple things to unpack here. <laughs> what do you got to do to get banned from t- from Tinder? What do you got to do for them to be oh. like... For n- Not like, I got banned, like, fuck you, I'm done. Right, right. It has to be pretty heinous. Uh, because I mean, unless you, okay. The only thing I can think of is because it's all based on pictures in your bio, right? Yeah. Uh, you have to have pictures of you committing a crime or harassment. I would think harassment, something to do with kids. The pictures itself has to be pretty vile for tender to be like, Ooh, yeah, and it has gone. to be you in the pictures, right? People have gotten no. kicked off for it not being them. I no. mean, someone would have to report you. It's not yeah. you. They're oh, okay, having a way right, to validate right. it, right? Yeah. yeah. I think the pictures, whatever picture you post has to be pretty vile in order for you to get banned by Tinder. Yeah. Or you're just, you've gotten enough complaints against you 
right? That, uh, you know, it's like, hey, this this lady here, this user number 56493 or whatever, won't stop harassing me or, you know, stuff like that, stalking me, this and that. She's doing it to, like, multiple people. I don't know what this person does right. or what they did. I'm just trying to think of, like, how you could get banned. That could be the only other thing. You've had so many complaints and reports against you that, like, okay. you know what? I'm, I'm fucking done with How you. many complaints do you think it would take for them to be like, all right, fuck, we got to deal with this? Oh, at least a dozen. I would think, right? Yeah, yeah. I was going to say yeah. over 10. Yeah. Because they're think. like, we don't give a fuck. We know that you're single and being crazy. Like, of course, this guy's a jerk. Like, it would Wait, have to be. You're on Tinder. What do you expect? Yeah, mm. it would have to be like, that guy raped me on my Tinder date and took me somewhere. Right, short of a criminal, right? Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That, like, if it was just like, hey, he was a dick or didn't show up or st- stuck me with the bill. But even like, then. You're on Tinder. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're on you, Tinder. Do you file that complaint with Tinder and be like, oh, I used your app and my date was an asshole and stuck me with the bill? Yeah, there's nothing. There, no, I don't think I don't think you can. And then if I was at Tinder's helm being like, sounds like you had a bad date. You should try again. Try a different Right, person. plenty of fish in the sea. Yeah. No, don't go there. Say, right, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then there's this. You're above 18. That's a learned lesson. Oh, okay. She had to make it a point. Yeah, because like, it's all over the place, not exactly like mm-hmm. well planned out. And then she's like, you're above 18. Like she's <laughs> she's protecting herself. That, huh? Wow. I thought Sounds like a winner. 18. And then you're like, whatever. But then this last line gets my attention. Hit me up. Doesn't matter what gender. We can work with whatever. It will go in my mouth either way. <laughs> I'm terrified now. <laughs> Have you seen her? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll be good for her for trying. <laughs> Don't stop swinging. She's sweetheart. getting late. Oh yeah. She's getting late. Well, that's the fun thing about women. That it doesn't matter who you are. Fucking just so show some interest in a guy and he'll fuck you. It There's matter. a slug that will have there sex with you. There's exactly. a cult. There's a cult. Yeah. <laughs> Guys have it way harder when it comes to that sort of thing. Unless you're just dealing with uber slutty women, then most of the time, guys, you know, really have to put effort into it. Or you're insanely I would, hot. I would argue, as a guy, you don't have to put effort that in. You just got to keep trying, which could be argued as effort. Mm-hmm. But if you just keep trying, like that's your mantra, just throw. Just keep swinging. Just right. keep swinging. Right, right. That, that, then suddenly that's not work anymore. Right. That's just, all you do is swing. Just happens. Jeffrey Dummer, all he did was swing. <laughs> True statement. We never heard the times he whiffed. <laughs> right. We only heard the he successes. He probably wasn't aware of it. That's why. He didn't care. <laughs> right. No. I he always said he, he had either. game. Yeah. yeah I always sure. said the the I didn't the man is messed up, but he got laid more than anyone on the show. True statement. But I mean, if your standards are zero, then okay. Wait, well, we're not talking <laughs> about a quality game here. That was right. not what the fuck I said. Right. He's not You're getting the award for the best ass. <laughs> right. He just got the most. Right. Would right. you rather be the most, you know, the director that puts out the most movies every year? Mm-hmm. Or the best movie? No, I'll put out the best movie. <laughs> You'd like, I mean, yeah. maybe, but... Yeah, yeah, because the chances, your payoff of, of, of putting out the best movie, your payback is going to be a lot better. I think if you're if you're throwing out all these movies and you're only getting paid on, like, maybe two or three of them, but you put out a hundred of them, that, your ROI is not very good. So Some people don't care about ROI. I guess you're right. I guess you're If you're right. starting you out, swinging. ROI is not what's important. <laughs> what's important is you get it just an investment at all. Right, yeah. Somebody watched it. And I, I obviously you can use any internet as a pickup platform, mm-hmm. but do people use t- TikTok as a dating service? 
Uh, I feel like how there's do you pinpoint people, yeah, where people are at? Yeah, I think that there's people that have met on TikTok, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's supposed to be used for dating. I think it's the same thing as like Instagram. People meet on Instagram, but it's not a dating site. True, right? Because you can message people on on comment. TikTok. Right? Okay, you can comment on them. You can message them. They, but you, in order for their messages to be received, and you guys go back and forth, you have to be, you have to follow each other. Okay, so like if you're following me, you can message me all day long, but I won't see it because I'm not following you. And as soon as we and start following each other, would I know that other, you're not seeing it? Uh, you wouldn't. Well, they will give you one message and be like, "This person cannot use." Because I have messaged Gilbert Godfrey before, right? Follow him on TikTok. Funny guy. Want to have him on the show sometime again? Uh, but it's like this person doesn't follow you, so therefore they won't get this message. Well, shit. All right, Gil, if you're listening, call me. Yeah, that seems like a lot. That is a lot of work, but. There's, it's so funny with these thirst traps that are on TikTok, right? And the the level of creepy dudes that are out oh, there yeah. on these traps. And that, that's some of the fun part is just go through and see how many skeezy dudes that are like, hey, beautiful, hey, gorgeous, oh, my God, you're so pretty, yeah. da, 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 the things I would do, dirky, 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 That's not TikTok. That's on that's any social yeah, media, right? That's yeah. everywhere, but it's just like, uh, good God, There's a, Lori Roberts on Channel 6, right? Mm-hmm. She has her page, and there are guys that go on there and comment <laughs> on her shoes. <laughs> shoes. Creepily. Foot fetish. Shoes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, it doesn't. It ain't a TikTok thing, man. Mm-mm. It's just. It's just people. Guys That's will go on there is, and they people. think because they're using some word of affirmation that they're going to get in a girl's pants. They're like, they're like, oh, Scarlett Johansson, have a great day, beautiful. Right. Ah, you. Right. right. <laughs> like, no, that ain't <laughs> happening, man. It's not how it works. Makes. <laughs> Just implying gushing, right, like right. you know, Hoover Dam, Old Yeller, so uh, Old Faithful type thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to say, if it really did make that sound, I'd probably stick around a little bit longer just to play with it and have fun, just to make that. <laughs> You're not trying hard enough. I guess not. Uh, yeah. No, that's uncomfortable. I was telling Sam we're going to sh- shift in yeah, another direction. You have to have a breaker between those <laughs> yeah. two conversations. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Next chapter. Yeah. We're turning the page. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Just have to make that abundantly yeah. clear. You'll know why in a second. Yeah. We're turning the page. Got to move on to a different topic because uh, it's just important to do that. Sam, did you fart? Yes, Skippy. Oh, I'm just wondering because I smell something booty like. And I don't think it's you, because I know the smell of your ass. And I know the smell <laughs> yeah. of my own ass. And I don't think that's my own ass. It could not be. I mean, there could be trash somewhere. It could be anything. The, the whole building, sorry to stomp no, on your not, transition no, you're there. Not. But it's I've actually noticed, a better transition. Yeah. I noticed this <laughs> morning, this. As, as I'm walking down the hallway, past you know Steve's little traffic room there, and the hallway smells like a dumpster. Like like uh, like the dumpster at a football game or something. It smells. Where like, did you smell it? Like where in the hallway? It's as soon as you round the corner. I was gonna say right when you turn that corner. Mm-hmm. As soon as you round the corner and you're coming down the hallway to go to our office. Uh huh. I smelled it. I was like, it smells like a dumpster in I here. I know what it is. What is it? I fucking know. This is amazing. I thought I cleaned it all up. Uh huh. I spilled milk. Oh, get the okay. Uh, but it did okay. Okay, because what was you spilled milk when? Like three days ago? Oh, fuck. Okay, well, that's... That could possibly be it then. That very well could be. Because, like, warm milk smells like garbage. Yeah, and that's exactly what it smells like. It smells like a dumpster. But I stopped and got a thing and, like, dabbed it up. Like, I'm not a fucking savage. I think you missed a puddle somewhere. 
Apparently. That's all good. Oh, that or somebody's still going to dump somewhere. Blame it on Steve. That's it's all right. good. Yeah. Or they didn't take the trash out, maybe. That's I don't, possible. I don't know. That's possible. Nice to know I'm not the only one. that You smelled it too, right? Yes, okay, when so. I came in this morning. But honestly, and I kind of feel bad for Steve a little bit because I was just like, ugh. Like, fucking. Why do you feel work. bad for Steve? No, because I blamed it on him this morning. And in my head, I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, fucking yuck. That's just what I said. Steve. That's just what I said in my head was just like, ugh. And then now I feel bad because I'm like, oh, somebody else smelled that the hall smelled bad. At trial, you like had judge and juried him like. Yes, immediately. I didn't I mean, do I what Gimpy did that was like, oh, why is this hall smelling that way? I just, it was like an instant thought of like, oh, yuck. And then I was there. Well, when we're done, Sorry. we'll walk out there and you can go, I smell like right here. And mm-hmm. then I'll, I can tell you like, yeah, I, I dropped milk. Okay. In the spot or. Just or I'll be like, no, that might be Hotter, cold him I, down, I, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> warmer, warmer. Yeah. <laughs> All right, fun. Yeah, it just smells like a dumpster. I don't know what the deal is. This place area smells funny sometimes anyway. It'll smell like a sewage is backing up on the outside yeah. of the building or whatever. I've never come across the dumpster stink, though, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Like, hmm. Yeah. It so. wasn't very much. It was like maybe like a teaspoon. Oh, yeah? So it wasn't like I dumped like half the, you know, bowl of milk on the ground. Right, just left it there. Yeah, just stepped it in. Not my house. Got other people to clean that shit up. Right. Walt Disney fucking attitude, man. (laughs) Right. Uh, So my wife was off because we did flu shots yesterday for the girls. Mm. And last year my wife did it by herself. She's like, I ain't ever doing that again. And so um, the girl, last time they scream bloody murder. Kit, like fucking hide behind chairs. It's a goddamn nightmare. Oh yeah, it's the horrible. And so I said, "Hey, if you don't scream, mm-hmm. kick, hide, yell, I'll buy you a toy when we're done." Oh yeah, yeah. You had mentioned how you was thinking about the, bribing them, bribing them. Yeah. And um, they were like, "Yeah." No, <laughs> so they're like, "But can I cry?" I'm like, "You can cry." Can I get upset? Yeah. Can I have tears? For sure. I would too. You just can't scream. Mm-hmm. Like that high-pitched kid scream. You can't kick, push, hide. Mm-hmm. None of that. Mm-hmm. So we do it. My youngest go- is like, I want to go first because I want to pick the color sucker. <laughs> Great fucking logic. Like where your head's at, two-year-old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gets in there. She, I'm like, because I have to hold her arms. I physically have to restrain her yeah. while the nurse holds the legs. And I'm like, what color are you going to be? Like, I'm trying to keep her distracted. The nurse is on it. She's like, oh, I know what's happening. Mm-hmm. And I see my daughter be like, I want um orange. <laughs> and then, like, I know the shot has gone in because she goes, her eyes just. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, ow, this is not fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my God. And uh, she oh. cried, of course. Awesome. You did awesome. Here's mom. Mm-hmm. Mom's got her. Scarlet's like, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> Hiding between. And I'm like, it'll be fine. Come on. The lady's like, just put her on the edge. Oh, I can mm-hmm. do the leg thing. And I grab her and I'm like, go to pick her up. And she's like, like wheel kicks into the air. And I'm like, fuck. And I have to hold her down. She's like, no, daddy. No, daddy. Oh like, it's God. okay. She's like, why is this happening? And I'm oh like, my oh, God. it's so fucking horrible. Oh, my God. I'm like, my child's going to therapy. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. And then so she fucking is like, like fucking hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. And we get in the car. 
She's like, do I get a toy? And I'm like, ugh. <laughs> no, deal's a deal. <laughs> I go, uh, I'm like, well, what did we say you had to do to get a toy? And Ava goes, I'm getting a toy. <laughs> like yeah. she knew. And Scarlett goes, am I getting a toy? And I was like, what, was, what did we say? And she goes, um... No cry, like did all the things, and I'm and I'm like, did you do that? She's like, no. <sighs> I'm like, well, then you don't get a toy. Oh, damn. I'm like, we can try again next time. She's like, I want a toy. And I turn to my wife and I'm like, we did not fucking think this through. <laughs> no, we never thought that would have been fucking hurt. <laughs> and I'm not getting a toy that my sister's getting. Yeah. Why and is everyone against me? Yeah. I'm fucking through. And I was like, hey, mom and dad have to tell you when we say something, you got to know we mean it. And I can't, <laughs> I can't back, I can't back out. She's like, but I'm not getting a toy. <laughs> I was like, ah, we'll talk about it later. We're at dinner. Ava's like, she kind of sings when she eats, and she's like, da, 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 I'm getting a toy. I'm getting a toy. And Scar Scarlett just, just a little. <laughs> I'm not getting a toy. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, Ava, stop. <laughs> you can't rub it in your sister's face. She this child. <laughs> the other night at bed, we were like in bed reading, and I hear Scarlett go, stop. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Ava's putting her knee into me. I'm like, Ava, stop. And I see, like, Scarlet relaxed. Continue reading. Princess saves day. Blah, blah, blah. Ava! What? And I'm like, Ava, stop. And I sit up, and Ava's just like... <laughs> doing that shit on just purpose. Being evil. Just being a little fucking mean kid. <laughs> I'm just, like, smiling at me like... <laughs> Yeah, have another one, they say. It'll be great. They need somebody to play with, yeah. they say. That's my wife said. She needs a friend in case we die. I'm like, well, she fucking got it. Oh, God. That, that's a bond that they'll share forever. That, that Yeah, they'll never hate each other. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, whatever. They're that's fine. That's awesome. They're fine. That's just... It was figuring kids? her shit out. She's yeah. like, "Let's look at... I can fucking swing my arms. Push some buttons. And if you're in the way, that just kind of fucking happens. Like... <laughs> She does this thing right now. She's like, I don't want to. Oh, hey, calm and I'm down like, there. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, do not yell at me again. No. <laughs> I'm like, all right, go to your room because I am not dealing with like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Yeah. Daddy's going to have to count back from fucking 10 right now. <laughs> <laughs> like four times. <laughs> and then and then I'll go, go to your room and she'll go, no. And then stick her what? tongue out. And I'm like, well, now you are going. And I pick her up and I go put her in her room. <laughs> I don't know why I did a throwing That's motion. That's how you do it, huh? Yeah. As long as they land on the bed, it's And I'm okay. like, you can come out when you're done yelling. And she's like screaming bloody murder, right? And I'm like, you can't stick your tongue out. That's not okay. I'm not fucking tolerating that. Do not stick your tongue out. Sticks your tongue out. I'm like, fuck! <laughs> Sounds to me like you got a little what? shithead on your hands. Question. Yeah. After that happens, what do you do? What do you mean? Like, does she come say sorry? I pour my next fucking Moscow mule and <laughs> wait for her to come out of her room. Okay. And no, then, what do you mean? And then, no, like, I guess the next step of that is like, oh, then she'll come apologize? Like, what happens oh. after that? No, kids apologizing at that age is stupid. They they don't understand what they're apologizing for. They don't understand why they, they don't even understand what the fucking apology means. 
So what I do is um, how old they are is how many minutes they stay in there before I go back in there. Okay. And if they have, they're still yelling, I'm like, listen, you're okay, and you can come out whenever you're done yelling. But nobody yells at Ava. Have you seen me yell at Ava? You can't yell at Daddy. Have you seen me stick my tongue out at you? Yeah. Not ready to be a parent yet. Yeah, it's a fucking ton of work. And it's like planting that seed and watering, 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 and hoping that someday the fucking thing starts sprouting. But Mm -hmm. yeah. And then uh, always ends with like, you can't do that. Like, she's got to know that it's okay. She's safe. And then you hug, like, well, now that... But that don't mean shit because two seconds later she'll fucking go right back. Little she'll go right back in there. Yeah, they don't know any better. Here's man. another one, fun one. We'll be eating, and Ava's the like she just whatever lollygags, and I'm like eat. The rule is you got to try your food. You don't have to eat it, but mm-hmm. they're too young. They don't know what they like and what they don't. But mm-hmm. you got to try everything on your plate. So I'm like, because if she starves, she fucking starves. Like I'm not worried about it. She's not gonna starve. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you got to try your chicken nuggets. No. Okay, well, I'm going to eat them. No! And I'm like, then fucking eat them! (laughs) (laughs) No, I just want them to sit there. Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) You fucking like chicken nuggets, goddammit. Why are we playing this fucking cat and mouse game? Uh, makes me glad, even though my kids hate me, they're all grown up. I ain't got to <laughs> do that shit anymore. Right? It's like, do you would you rather have a bunch of movies right. or you rather have like one really good movie? Ooh, like, man. So, uh, here we are. We've gone completely fucking full circle with it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like collapse. All day, I'm gonna just be so happy that I don't have kids yelling at me because I didn't even think about that, and I feel like even if Jeff. Even gives me bad attitude. It makes me mad. So I can't imagine a little kid oh. that I love so much being like, mm, "Fuck you! I'm gonna stick my tongue out about, at you." About ninety percent of my day, I'm like, I'm fucking bad at this. Ninety percent of the day, because there's like, "What are you doing? Stop! Share! I'm gonna turn this off. Do you want to go to your room? Do you want me to turn this off? Do you want me to take away your tablets? No, you can't have your tablet." We went to the fucking zoo. Hold on. We went to the fucking zoo. I got him wound up. We went to the zoo, and because you didn't hear this, we went to the zoo, and Ava only wanted to ride the train. We were at the zoo for two hours. We do the train last. She, the whole fucking time, the only thing out of her mouth was, I want to ride the train. Just constant. For Yeah. I want to ride the train. I want to ride the train. Dad, can we ride the train? I want to ride the train. Are we going to ride the train? No! And Allie's getting mad. I'm like, just fucking ignore her. <laughs> you can't. Just ignore her. She's like, I can't ignore my child. I'm like, I'm not asking you to ignore your child. I'm asking you to ignore when she asked to ride the goddamn train. <laughs> <laughs> if she says, I want water, <laughs> then get her some fucking water. But we're not going to do the... I'm not going to say no for two hours. Oh, my God. That's... Sorry, I'm not I'm laughing. I'm fucking getting hot. I'm not <laughs> yeah. laughing at your misfortune. No, it's, it's ridiculous. It's just, it's not mis- I'm not First ready of all, for it's that. Not mis- that is not misfortune. I don't know what to call it. I'm just it's saying. Not misfor- it's I'm a not, kid. She's uh, being a kid. Yeah, I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing that that's not things I think about. That's not something I've ever given any thought about. I just watch my oh. friend's Instagram and I'm like, oh, how adorable. Oh, yeah, no, that's, mm-hmm. it, this, you notice there's only fucking one picture a day. <laughs> <laughs> like, Sam, we got the wagon. She only, she was like, I'm fucking sitting in the wagon until we get on the train. 
So That's she when she get out do. to look like get her picture taken next to a pumpkin, get her back in the fucking wagon all by herself because she's like, I'm fucking riding the train. I'm ready. Fucking let's go. <laughs> Are we riding the train? Because she doesn't train? know any better. That's tra- what she wants to do. I want to ride the train. I want to ride the train. There's an agenda. Can I have tablet time? 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 I'm going to fucking break your tablet. <laughs> then there won't be a tablet you. time. I feel you, bro. I feel you. And that's why we drink so much. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm telling you. It's unbelievable yeah. how much I drink right now. It's 9.30 like, oh, in the morning. fucking memories at the zoo. I know you just woke up, but fuck, daddy needs a drink. <laughs> it's not oh. uncommon for a Saturday. We do the thing. We're back by from the grocery store doing all that by like 10.30. I'm like... I think I'm going to fucking have a beer. She's like, get two. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So. Oh. You guys have a great week. Kids are wonderful. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.